Welcome to Directly to You. Welcome back to Directly to You. Guru. That's right. The show and the dogs bum, here. As bum, bum, bum. It's episode hey. 102. There's a dog. It's with the dogs here. 2020. There's another Welcome one down here. To Directly to You, episode 182. I'm AJ of Fanatics 4. I'm joined by Parker, also of Fanatics 4. We make this podcast usually every week. We talk about games and whatnot. You can support mm-hmm. that by going to youtube.com or twitch.tv slash fanatics four on both of those things and give them $4.99 or if you're on twitch specifically and you have an amazon prime account you can link it to your twitch account and you get a free subscription every month and you can subscribe for the free from jeff bezos he gives you the money and you give it in your bank account you just gotta check you know <laughs> um and i stream mostly every weekday now with our mm-hmm. new uh impending changes potentially still going to continue to stream every weekday but we'll find that out once we have all of our eggs in a row anyway in exchange for that twitch sub you get loyalty badge you get emotes you get free switch keys from time to time you get access to our supporters only discord where you can listen to us record this very show that you're listening to currently live and you contribute in the peanut gallery which is their discord recording channel thing but also you can join the discord channel for free you don't have to be a Twitch sub or a YouTube member or anything like that. And if you're super active on the Discord, you can also join in on the recording session because Discord has like, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, like loyalty rewards where it's like the, the more you chat in the Discord, the higher you rank up and then you can get access to like cooler perks than just being a regular uh, Discord mm-hmm. member. But anyways, we play video games here. Are you playing any video games? There's been a lot of time to play video games. There, there's been many times. I, I will first time. say, <laughs> eggs, eggs in a row. Is that, is that a thing now? <laughs> eggs in a row, ducks in a row. I mean, they're not ducks yet. They're not. They're just waiting. You know, maybe you could just sneak a chicken egg in there. Wouldn't even know the difference. Are chicken eggs bigger than duck eggs? I feel like they might be. I don't know. Maybe some of them. Maybe some it of depends them. on the duck or the chicken. I guess. <laughs> um games though yes i i'm playing games i've also purchased several games that i am not yet playing um and i'm gonna list out every single one of those and then i'll (laughs) I'll talk about some of them um there were so many games on so much sale there's Uh, so many games on yeah too many games too many games you know um yeah it was like the week between christmas and new year's or something like that there's just a bunch of games on sale so i i got like I think I had two eShop, two $20 eShop gift cards and then like some gold points and managed to snag like 10 games with all that. So um, the ones that I got that I have not played yet are Limbo, which is the same people that do Inside. I hear it's a good thing. Um, Unrailed, haven't really played any of that yet. It's, um, I think... I think you can do it as like a multiplayer. It, it has multiplayer stuff. I don't know if it's better as multiplayer or not, but like, I don't know much about it yet. So I don't have a lot of words. Um, so there you go. Moving out. I played the demo for that before. We played it with Mitch and Catherine recently. Um, so played that with some friends and it's a fun time. Human Fall Flap, just played a little bit of that. Um, I'll come back to these other ones. Um, Into the Breach, haven't touched it yet. Moonlighter, haven't touched it yet. Figment yet. Ugh, Figment. Haven't touched it yet. And I got Hades for Christmas. Also haven't touched it yet. And then so the four that I'm going to like actually talk about real quick. Um, and I noticed you had this one in your downloaded games or something from it at some point. Um, Woodle Tree Deluxe 2 or Woodle Tree 2 Deluxe or whatever. I'm pretty sure you have it in your games, which oh, no, I, I was kind of surprised by. I but... 
it's like the only reason i know about this game is um it was it was like two dollars so i was like yeah I'll oh just yeah this is like they sent me a code for this <laughs> <laughs> nice um at some point i watched i think a nathaniel bandy video and i don't watch a lot of his videos but this one happened he mentioned this game in there he bought like you know a bunch of really cheap games and this was one of them and this one he was like honestly like not a terrible game like it's <laughs> kind of fun it's just like a very small like sort of in the like you know breath of the wild kind of idea it's like you know it's a really basic kind of boring open that's world a, but like there's some platforming stuff and a, we're getting to a little too liberal with the breath of the wild comparison <laughs> yeah well saying that you have a, a wild like game <laughs> it's it's not a breath of the wild like but you have a um uh what's it called parasail uh, uh thing? paraglider paraglider you get you get like a paraglider thing in it and you uh -huh. do some things so like that's i think the comparison so in any case i was like eh, i'll just pick it up and play it and it's it's not the best game by any means <laughs> but it's fine you know like you can play for a little bit um so i don't even bit. think i've actually played it like i i think i downloaded it and then i don't know something else came yeah. out or something it know. it runs pretty bad to be honest which is like pretty sad for how like plain it is or whatever but i mm. think it's just like is not well optimized in terms of like it'll just try to load as many of the random um what are you doing arthur it'll try to load as many of the random uh what's the word i'm looking for objects and stuff in the distance uh, assets yeah there you go sure um so there's that <laughs> one sure that's a word uh next up so number two of four that i'm actually going to talk about um oxen free because oxen free two is coming out oxen free was two dollars so it, i picked that up is it called oxen free two i, I thought it was like oxen free world or something like that um oh are you thinking of ollie ollie world yes maybe? that's what i'm okay, thinking yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so this is this one's kind of like a, a like a mystery like a walking sim i think is mm. is mostly what it is um i haven't gotten super far in it ashley and i kind of played it together one night where i was mostly controlling it and she was like you have some dialogue tree options and stuff um at various parts that i don't know if they changed the story but they at least changed this the the dialogue and stuff that you like learn about or whatever mm -hmm. um but but she looked up the rest of the story so she knows the rest of it and somehow that incentivizes me to play it a little bit less like knowing that of the two of us she already knows it. it's a pretty dumb thing like i i'm just like that with certain things like if somebody else like if she's already watched a show i'm less likely to go and watch through that show and catch up because like somebody already knows what's up yeah um but Seems like a neat walking sim kind of thing. Um, all right, I'll I'll come back to the other two. You say some words now because I'm monopolizing the game talk. Uh, but I mean, the it makes sense for you to monopolize the game talk because for the most part, I just played the games that I usually <laughs> play. But also, like I've oh, so the thing that I did that I'm doing now is I yeah. restarted the Nuzlocke again. Yes, and right. this time Twitch Chat actually let me pick the Pokemon. I've been telling Twitch Chat to let me play the whole time. And I'm tearing it up, dude. It's it's free, man. It's super easy because uh, other two starters, not great, you know. Yep. Not for not for a Nuzlocke. Did you pick Sobble, I guess. I did. I picked yeah. Sobble, and so far only lost one Pokemon. And oh, I yeah, because it was the Fire Gym last time that did you? In? No, oh. it's freaking B. She's my yeah. arch enemy, dude. And I'm on <laughs> B now, so that would be the true mm. test. If I beat mm -hmm, B mm -hmm. with more than one Pokemon to my name. Sable, best starter confirmed. Yep, that's right. You better believe it. 
But yeah, I lost one Pokemon. It was Baby. Um, uh, sad. Freaking, you know. Man, it was my that... fault, though. Like, I didn't have to lose that Pokemon. It was kind of a meme. It was kind of for content. But <laughs> do you feel like that? Do you feel like that's kind of the um, the Magikarp Gyarados of this gen sort of thing uh, in that baby, right? As in oh, uh, yes, the, the baby the nuzzle. Child whatever yes, what's it called uh toxel that's his name toxel there you go i just called it it's move kind of it, yes it I mean, sucks it's a baby as toxel. like all baby pokemon are kind of garbage that's yeah, the whole yeah. point they're babies but it just goes right from baby to to god <laughs> yeah right which is crazy like i don't correct me if i'm wrong but like i don't i can't think of many other pokemon that do specifically that other than the ones There's where it's a decent like amount of them like yeah. shinx is kind of like that not so much in brilliant mm. diamond and shine and pearl they kind of buff shinx in that game. okay gotcha but shinx that's my main exposure to it garbage but... like Shinx really? used to be very useless until like level 18 mm. or something like that yeah um and arguably until it evolved but it learns like or it learns like spark on like at level 18. It's like, oh, finally you have an electric type attack that coincidentally mm-hmm. is not good. Um, I don't think it <laughs> used to learn Thundershock, but now it, they give it Thundershock uh, yeah. at like level 10 or something yeah. like that. So it gets a stab attack sort of earlier, but even Thundershock isn't great for Shinx because it's a physical attack. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. Justin I didn't said to... Feebas Melodic, that's true. Yep. True, 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 true. But I mean, mm-hmm. those are basically magic Yeah, arms. that's magic arms. Um but yeah, no, the baby died because because of my own uh, negligence. Hubris. And hubris. Yeah, exactly. I was, <laughs> like, I was like, dude, I could totally do this, man. I can, the baby can kill it. And then it freaking, they use a ground type attack on me. I was like, I was in the water gym. I was I was in the water gym battling with oh, the random no. trainers. And they use uh, mud shot. And I'm like, dude, how am I supposed to know that this stupid thing has mud shot? <laughs> and it freaking killed the baby. Yeah. Um, but then after I lost that Pokemon, it, it, you know, easy breezy. Easy breezy. I'm I, looking up what its stats are. Oh, its stats are quite awful. Like, I mean, you know, a baby, baby stats. Friendship didn't save it. It wasn't even old enough to be a, a, mm. a friendship Pokemon. Did you run a Pokemon guy? I, you know, there's a thousand Pokemon. I can't know every Pokemon's move pool. And I can't <laughs> know every Pokemon's move pool in the context of the gym battle of like what they're going to teach their random trainer Pokemon. I don't know that the freak. I don't even remember what the Pokemon was that I died to, but it used Mudshot on me. I was very yeah. upset, but I was mostly it was mostly funny because I was like, "Oh, it was Temple." That's who it was. <laughs> That's who it was. Um, but yeah, no, it was very very unfortunate, but mostly hilarious. Straight um, up, he goes from I'm still total... traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> it goes from total base stat of. 242 to total of 502 in one evolution which yes. is like man if only there was an index of information of shared experience <laughs> you think i'm gonna go i'm not bob wolf i'd rather lose the pokemon <laughs> i don't care that much um yeah. but yeah no the baby's dead but after the baby died everybody else is alive and well nice. it's great it's going good um nice. so i just gotta again the ultimate test is b we'll yep. find out next week if i if i we pass where i was Got your type chart open, AJ. I don't need a type chart. It had nothing to do with the type. I knew it was going to die if I got hit with a ground type attack. I just didn't know it had a ground type attack. Anyway, Pokemon, it's happening. Yep. I'm doing the thing. I was going to also, because I want to do, I, like, Arceus mm-hmm. isn't out until freaking 28th or whatever. Right. And, well, 27, because I got the, the Australian copy. Oh, um, and I was like, I want to play Pokemon, but I don't really want to play Brilliant Diamond, Shine, and Pearl, because that game 
Gen 4 specifically. Like, it's not, it has nothing to do with the remake. It's just Gen 4 is kind of garbage. Yeah, I'll um, get to that in a minute. <laughs> don't really want to play that. Um, but I did debate playing it because I wanted to, I was like, yo, I should just like try to beat Brilliant Diamond with just Piplup. Mm-hmm. Should do that. But then I was like, wait, I still could do the Nuzlocke and maybe chat will let me pick Sobble. And they did. Mm-hmm. Um, so here we are. Nice. Yeah, I'm I'm playing through Shining Pearl and I, I beat the third gym. If um, Lentil dies, I will riot. <laughs> <laughs> Lentil's fine, dude. Yeah. I um which one's Lentil? Lentil is um uh Eldegoss. Nice. Uh yeah. So I uh, yeah, I'm playing through Shining Pearl and I I don't know if I'm gonna keep playing past where I'm at, honestly. Cause it's just like every time I load it up, it's again, yeah, maybe it's just a gen four thing or like they they didn't particularly spruce it up in in this one or whatever, but um yeah, I'm just like I I generally kind of just get bored most of the time when I'm playing it. Like it's not to say that it's inherently bad or whatever for everybody but for me at I least it's like the game sucks gem four garbage <laughs> um i think the best parts of the game is the remark remake parts but that's mm-hmm. not saying much like they for this game to have been good they would have needed to restructure this game yeah like it would have had to be a like legends arceus level of mm-hmm. restructuring and i mean jury's still out on it but yeah we'll get to that um but but yeah, no, Sinnoh kind of sucks. It's not a good region. It's, I mean, to be honest, like it just feels super samey the whole time. Like again, the perfect, perfect uh, depiction of that is when everything that I thought I remember from Gen Four was Gen Three stuff because that was all memorable. And like the stuff in Gen Four so far, I do remember the only thing that I specifically remember from Gen Four is the snow area, like way up north or whatever. Um, so that's a something. Um, but everything else so far like wasn't even particularly memorable as i was playing it so it's yeah i don't know it's kind of disappointing because like i knew i didn't like that region i think i'm pretty sure i've talked about it multiple times in videos where i'm like gen 4 not great mm-hmm. region kind of sucks but hopefully they fix it and then they remade it and all that. Mm-hmm. no no this just confirms because i know <laughs> i have a lot of friends that like that region because like they, like when they got to an age where they understand pokemon it's like yo that you know that was my pokemon prime i love that game mm-hmm. and it's like the game actually is just not good yeah yeah i mean and as far as like there's not a lot so far of pokemon variety either which like you know that's not too unusual i guess but at, at this it point yeah, like it is though. but it, it feels like it feels like, worse I than normal gen, like it's just like yeah, exactly that's Geodudes, what like ponyta gen Krikitop, and gen 4 specifically are are pretty guilty of that where there's like not really that much variety in the mm-hmm. like route to route like gen, i mean mm-hmm. i guess technically the first four gen uh, generations but you don't really notice it that much for the first two because there's 200 pokemon at max right yeah but once you get in the gen 3 it's like all right there's a lot of pokemon that you could be putting Mm -hmm. here but you're not putting them here (laughs) because you want people to like transfer from prior gen Uh i mean or Um, also in this one i they've obviously saved some of the pokemon to be exclusive to honey trees or you know mm-hmm. that kind of a thing also I, maybe there's like, nothing else like back that then but... <laughs> with platinum and and yeah you know right. like that sort of stuff but like it just feels bad it's just like how many times am i going to run in the freaking 
Bieberl or whatever. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I have not even the first time that I ran into that Pokemon was I like, oh shoot, that Pokemon. It's like, <laughs> I guess I, I need you to fill up the Pokedex. Um, but like yeah. the 30th time I run into him, I want to throw my freaking switch into the wall. <laughs> like I'm sick of it. Every Pokemon in Brilliant Diamond, Shine, and Pearl turns into Zubat that mm-hmm. Zubat meme because you see all of them so much yeah i think at this point the only things that would keep me going in playing it eh, only might be a strong word but you know um well okay only number one guilt maybe because i paid money for it so that but that i don't think that's strong enough anymore so probably not um so then the real other only things would be if i t- turned it to some kind of nuzlocke or challenge run Mm-hmm. after the fact now just to make it more interesting and more exciting then maybe then or otherwise like i think just the beating cynthia question mark yeah you know in the elite four like i know that that's a challenge so like getting to that point is maybe that but also it's kind of like then i could then, just grind if i wanted exactly, to <laughs> like, exactly that's the thing about it right where it's like cynthia's only quote unquote hard because nobody knew that she was going to be hard like right. it was just poor design. It was just like, oh, randomly we just hiked up the levels and we gave every Pokemon the Elite Four competitive move sets and competitive EV spreads and uh, you know like super RNG <laughs> with their luck. Uh, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> but if you go into it knowing that the juice like that, you can just juice your Pokemon, and the only thing you got to contend with is RNG. And at that point, it's just diminishing returns. It's like, all right, well you're going to uh, mm-hmm. take advantage of RNG and I can pay to win. I could just buy a whole bunch of potions and revives and all that nonsense. Or you could just be like me and understand the video game and know that it's math <laughs> and know that four is always going to beat three. So just throw a four at them and the three is going to lose. <laughs> like, so right. Yeah. I hate to see it. Yep. So all that, all that said, I feel like I've got other more interesting games to play. Um, and that's, that's probably just not one of the ones anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To see it, but you know, it is what it is. True. The next one I will talk about, I got this on sale for $2, um, but I think it's normally like it, $7. When we did the top five, yeah. we did the top five games of 2021. Yeah. I don't think Brilliant Diamond was on either one of our lists. No. <laughs> and yeah. it's sad that it's not on mine. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's rip. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, what were, you, what were you about to say? Um, I mean, no, that's absolutely true. Um, yeah. Uh, next one up, I... Um, uh, stick fight the game it's that i like think a, i saw is that like a new grounds game <laughs> basically yes okay. like that's that's exactly what that is and it's it's just like silly chaotic multiplayer fun so mm. especially for local co-op but i think you can play it online too i just like i like to have some local co-op games um and it's just super dumb fun so like i don't know you can check specifically i had watched a long time ago um, I'd watched a donkey video, I think, of him playing this with some friends, and it was just really funny. So I remember watching that, and then when I saw that it was on sale for two bucks, I picked it up. And yeah, there you go. That's it. Pretty, sure. pretty fun. And then the last one, um, this one's on, been on my wish list or whatever for a while, and I just like never got around to getting it. But Yoku's Island Express was mm. just five bucks, and man, that is I a think I have that great game. game. Too. I think so. I'm pretty sure there's a couple games that you've got that it's like, eh, they'll just go on sale. So, like I could True. play them on yeah. your account or it's just like, I'll just get them whenever I'm going to get ready to play them or something like that. So, mm. but yeah, this one, man, it's, 
if you if somebody doesn't know about what it is yoki's island express is really pretty for one thing just like um just a nice kind of painterly sort of art style or whatever um but you're a little beetle who rolls around a ball and it's a metroidvania but most of the like actual movement is through pinball mechanics Mm -hmm. um you don't have to like pinball mechanics to get into it and to enjoy it like ashley played ashley and i both kind of go back and forth and play it um and probably i don't know that she played much of any pinball before this i don't know and she just kind of like got the hang of it after a little bit so yeah it's super fun like just just a right you know yeah it's a metrovania so fun i times. do have it can confirm i have nice um yep yeah. i think it's a little bit of it it's neat yeah there's a demo too so you can you can check it out but yeah it's it goes on sale for five bucks fairly often i just uh, just decided this time to go ahead and get it and there's so many more games that have been on sale that i was like man i should get some of these but i I already have already multiple of these that I that you're exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, and especially like Hades and Moonlighter, both of those are roguelikes to where like that's all Game Pass, isn't it? Oh, uh, I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah, I but you don't Game Pass like, a while ago. Yeah, yeah, you and yeah I was about to say you don't just because I don't have as much time to play games these days, unfortunately. Um, but both of those are roguelikes that like I probably will only be able to keep up one of those at a time. So whichever one I start is probably the one. Um, so there you go um also i played more unite and i got in the mm-hmm. veteran so now i can play with nice. my friends again hey <laughs> um it is that the like top rank no it's the the lowest rank that you can play with the top rank because oh, like gotcha. every okay. rank you can only play with like i think two or three levels below you mm-hmm. um gotcha. and veteran is the lowest rank that you can play with masters so now i can get to masters because i can play with people that like never stopped playing the game yeah and got into masters together yeah. um so that's cool dragon knight's out dragon knight came out like i don't know last month or something like that and dragon knight <laughs> is like charizard if charizard was good and that's neat nice. um because charizard sucks in that game it's very unfortunate mm-hmm. it's very sad yeah how dare they make charizard bad in the video game <laughs> charizard should never be bad in a video that's game true. except for in smash 4 he was kind of bad in that video game mm. what are you gonna do you know yep the only way they can they should make him bad is if they're it's canon to the show and he's disobedient and just like falling asleep or something and then it's just like it's funny you know but yeah otherwise charizard's cool but nice i'm glad you're playing that again or something i don't don't know how much i'm playing it again (laughs) i just played it until i can get up to masters uh well the rank that i can play with masters Uh rank and then i'm i'm never i'm never playing it by myself again (laughs) i refuse (laughs) because it is so like i have fun with the game the game's fun but like it's so frustrating it's like what i've talked about with splatoon where it's like Mm -hmm. i hate playing team-based games that are like competitive games because if my teammates suck it's so it's so infuriating because it's like we could be winning if you weren't an idiot (laughs) honestly that's my biggest thing for splatoon 3 is like as long as it has enough game that i don't have to do any like online multiplayer stuff to get the most you know to get the full $60 $60 or whatever out of it or something like that, then I'll be down to like, I'm, I'm terrible at shooters and motion controls with it and that, stuff, yeah, but I'll I figure don't it think out. That matters as much in this game. Like I know yeah. a lot of people that are garbage at shooters that are pretty good at Splatoon because you don't really have to be, especially for like the main mode. Mm-hmm. Therefore you don't need to be good at shooters to aim at the ground. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, 
the thing with Splatoon that is frustrating for me now is that so many people are on the opposite end of the spectrum and they want to be good at shooters. So they're playing Call of Duty mm. instead of playing the game that is the point of <laughs> yeah. the game. It's like killing people only does but so much in this game. Like yeah. cover the turf, please. Mm. And when they don't, it, it's just like, I can't, like, I can't, I can't do that. If there's four other people on the other team that are doing their job and there's only one person on my team that is trying to do his job, I'm just mathematically out. Like I can't right. win that. Yeah. <laughs> like, but that's beside the that's point. Funny, I think yeah. Splatoon 3 is going to be neat, but we'll mm-hmm. see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll. Nice. Anything else? Uh Smash. Yeah. Still, you know, the Pokemon trainer ground, the 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 whole thing of like turning uh like you turn one slider and the other slider goes down. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, my squirtle's where I want it to be. <laughs> ah, but my Ivysaur. Well, my Ivysaur, my Ivysaur, uh-huh. that slider never goes down. That I my Ivysaur <laughs> always cracked, always broken. You know, mm-hmm. like every time I play with any Pokemon trainer that is a top level Pokemon trainer, they're like, Oh, your Ivysaur is alright. Like, you don't gotta you're fine with Ivysaur. <laughs> but Squirtle and Charizard, they just go back and forth. Uh-huh. So yeah. next I'm trying to work on Charizard. And then I'll yeah. go back to Squirtle when I realize it's like, nah, but my now my Charizard's too good versus how good my Squirtle is. <laughs> so just doing that. Yeah. I mean, and you know, if you're not playing as Pokemon Trainer in there, then you could always play it in Pokemon Legends Arceus at the end of this month. It's true. It's true. And that's and that's how we're getting to this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Let's talk about Pokemon. Yo, I've never that's talked it. about Pokemon. <laughs> this would be a brand new opportunity for me. Um, okay, I figured, yeah, Pokemon Legends Arceus is coming out in less than a month. And I just I don't know. Like at this point, there's we, we kind of know a lot about it, and we kind of don't know a lot about it, or or we do, and there's no, you know, like it it feels to me at least still a bit ambiguous in a way that could be good or could be bad, and like I don't know, just want to talk our hopes and fears or whatever for Pokemon Legends Arceus before it comes out. Um, yeah, I don't really have like the, the i think that the place that i'm at with this game the only thing it could do is surprise me <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. i don't i'm not going to say that i have low expectations because i don't think that the game will be bad but i don't think the game will be what people want the game to be and i don't necessarily think that that's a bad thing either mm-hmm. uh because if the game is not what people want it to be and it either sells worse because of that or it gets a certain amount of like you know like hopefully measured criticism which it won't Mm -hmm. be measured (laughs) at all um pokemon company will want to change it and i mean they've said as much before the game even came out that they want to give people what they want i mean we'll get to that Mm -hmm. um so i don't know i my only real fear with the game is that it's going to be like uh very short-lived compared Mm -hmm. to every other pokemon game like even Mm -hmm. not liking brilliant diamond china pro or whatever like if i like there's plenty of content in that game where i could put two three four hundred hours into that game easily and not have to like make up stuff to do you know Mm -hmm. um and arceus it seems like once you're done you're done yeah i mean actually ironically i was going to talk about that or I was thinking a similar kind of thing, but in sort of the opposite, I, I agree that I would like it to have, you know, a lot of content or whatever, but what I, what I do want out of it, is it not to have the, like, 
um continued events kind of thing like we get in sword and shield or whatever was like hey trainers this week this pokemon's doing this thing or this new Pokemon." you know what i mean like mm. i want it to be contained within the thing but what is contained within it is a lot and like you know yeah it has a lot of replay value or whatever um because something about that just feels it feels really artificial as soon as there's like new events and stuff like that in something that i want to feel like an ecosystem like a world or whatever mm-hmm. and like looks like it'll feel like that probably to some degree but no i'm t- i'm totally with you that like depending that's the biggest question that i have is like what's the like main gameplay loop gonna be because like you know not that it's breath of the wild but like in breath of the wild i i probably would have thought that the main gameplay loop was like I don't know. I would have attributed one thing or another to it. And then to find out it's like, nope, it's literally just exploration and everything else is like the, just what, you know, what you found. You're doing things. I think with Breath of the Wild, and I'm pretty sure, I don't think I made a video about it on Fnatic 4. I think I made a Mm -hmm. video about it on TGN Mm -hmm. um, where I thought that the game was going to be about the world. Where it's like uh, it would take place like after Skyward Sword, and it was about mm-hmm. mapping out Hyrule. Because right, interesting. Hyrule yeah, what is this place? <laughs> you know, like that whole thing. Because it makes use of the open <laughs> world, and that's something that Nintendo usually likes to do. Like when they have a feature, a new feature in a game, they usually try to design the whole game around that new feature. Cappy, mm-hmm. for instance. Right. Um, and they sort of do that in Breath of the Wild. The world mm-hmm. is a big part of the gameplay loop, but. It's not, it's not like that. I don't think that right. Game Freak is, they don't design games like that. <laughs> they're, right. not, yeah, yeah. They're, they're not that good at game design in that way. <laughs> um, so I kind of doubt that. I think that the open world will very much so be the type of open world that like Pokemon fans are asking for it. And that's mm-hmm. not a good thing. <laughs> like, that's not a good thing at all. Cause like Pokemon fans are just like, just make it bigger. <laughs> it's like, that's pretty much what Pokemon fans yeah. say on the whole. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a bad idea. And I think that that's what it's going to be. It's going to it's going to be big, not necessarily empty, but at the end of the day, empty. Yeah, I mean, that's like, is there going to be that much synergy between like the Pokemon out in the overworld? And I don't know, just yes. I mean, what you're doing and why you're doing it, and why like that. Both of those things need to feel like uh, natural to you. Like mm-hmm. it, it needs to be able to be a thing that is not just extrinsic. It can't just be the game wants me to do this. It's like in Breath of the Wild, right? Mm-hmm. You c- can progress through the game. And I know this for a fact because it's what mm-hmm. I did. Not paying attention to what the game tells you to do at all. And you still yeah. get through the game because yeah. you naturally are like, oh, what the heck is that? And then you go over there <laughs> and then you run into an actual objective. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. I might as well do that while I'm here. And then yeah. you do that. And then you run into another thing. You're like, what the heck is that? And then you go and do that and you run into more objectives. Yeah. This game, I don't feel like it's going to be like that. I feel like it's going to like be like that for a short amount of time because open world is semi-new to Pokemon. We do have the mm-hmm. wild area. There's going to be certain moments where it's like, oh, shoot, that Pokemon's far off in the distance. I'm going to run over there. And then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, shoot, turns out I had to catch this Pokemon. That's neat. <laughs> but that's not really the same thing as like, oh, man, I'm running away from this Guardian. And then I ran into Zora's Domain randomly, you know, like yeah. that's I mean, the, in terms of that too, and like the Pokemon themselves, I wonder to what degree they're going to be, uh, well, what's the, the right word for that? I don't know. Like delegitimized or something like that, where it's like, you, you know, you have 500 worm bowls or whatever. Mm. Um, 
that kind of a thing. I'm I'm definitely curious about that because like catching Pokemon, it seems like can be really easy. And a lot of that is so that you can catch, you know, 10 Wurmples for a uh, specific quest or whatever. Like, so Alex said, uh, I think the implied mission-based structure in nature will get me, which like, I, I think it could be great the way they do that, but it also has risk of being not great. So um, yeah, like Pokemon feeling like cheapened in the world is like they are the thing to to what we know so far they're the thing in the actual world that is like the main you know uh the main attraction or whatever yeah, it's like, like had all the mission the the thing is like either extreme doesn't seem good it doesn't mm-hmm. seem good to be like all right catch every pokemon and those are the missions you don't have a mm-hmm. wormhole so go catch a wormhole Mm-hmm. okay i caught a wormhole and that mission's done and i'm never going to need to catch a wormhole again that doesn't feel great <laughs> on the other end all right catch 10 wormholes why <laughs> what do i need 10 <laughs> wormholes for what is that going to do for me right yeah like i i just don't think i think that like the the thing that people are talking about a lot and this was because of a rep for a pokemon company or nintendo mm-hmm. whichever one i don't remember what exactly their affiliation was um that was like it's monster hunter i don't think pokemon's conducive to monster hunter because mm-hmm. the thing for monster hunter that is like that keeps most people going in monster hunter is that they have fun with the gameplay itself mm-hmm. so it's like that's just a means to an end where it's like i enjoy fighting these monsters so i'm going to continue to fight this same monster so i can get better armor so that i can fight stronger monsters and that is the fun of it but catching a pokemon isn't fun it's just like, all right, well, I'm going to pick this and I'm going to weaken it. Or in this game, I'm going to throw the ball at the thing and then hopefully it stays in the Pokeball. Mm-hmm. And how many times can you do that before it's like, all right, well, I caught the Orville. Yeah. Cool. I mean, <laughs> you know, best case scenario is that on one hand, fighting wise, that the changes that they made there make it more fun. So that's best case scenario on that side. And mm. best case scenario on the catching side is that the act of, I mean, like, you know, Pokemon Go, that basically it's just like all it is is just catching pokemon or even like pokemon let's go it's like just a ton of catching pokemon and stuff like that but the mechanic of it of like having to aim the reticle in this case or whatever like maybe some of that is a fun rewarding loop where it kind of feels like the more you do it the more it cycles into the next thing or whatever yeah but it could easily be that it's not yeah like if (laughs) it is if it is like a pokemon go or pokemon let's go thing in the in the Mm -hmm. sense that the more you get the more you're rewarded because Mm -hmm. the more Magikarp you have right the easier mm-hmm. it is to get Gyarados because you get rid of the Magikarp to get a yep. Gyarados um or you keep catching certain Pokemon and you turn those Pokemon into candy until you get a good version of that Pokemon <laughs> with three stars or whatever right yeah but like if this is just a regular Pokemon game and candy are like if candy are involved then those Pokemon will kind of feel lessened in a sense because like mm-hmm. let's go Pokemon are not one-to-one with like real pokemon which you put them in in right home right um so like if the way that you level up the pokemon within the arceus ecosystem and the idea is like to have that pokemon live on in other games in the future if that's how you make your pokemon better and get a good version of pokemon it's only going to be good in this game so it doesn't Mm -hmm. feel as good as in let's go i mean and go where Mm -hmm. you it's a long haul game that you play for a very long time so eventually you'll get a three star like perfect stats pokemon that you can be like all right this is the one i'm putting in my home and that's worth Mm -hmm. and there's a thousand pokemon (laughs) that eventually will be catchable in this game like that's not going to happen in arceus yeah 
Yeah. So I think, I mean, gameplay loop wise, that's definitely a, a big question. It um, depends on how yeah. fun the battle system is and like the, yeah. the, what look like boss battles, how far are they and mm -hmm. how many of those are there? Mm -hmm. um, and also what they like, I think the thing is this could introduce also a lot more into the just what's important in a Pokemon game than mm -hmm. any other games have or whatever, where like um, the mission-based structure, what are the things that you're getting out of that? And how does that feedback into the rest of the gameplay? Because if it's like in other games, I can't really imagine much of a ideal reward. You know what I mean? Like whatever that is, like, is it more Pokeballs to catch more things? Is mm -hmm. it more, you know, like there's, there's a question mark, like an X factor there that if they came up with something that's, rewarding enough that you really want to finish missions so that you can something 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 right then i think I th that could be really strong the, um, the thing is like for a gameplay loop like the one that people seem to think this game has whether they're in the camp that it's monster hunter or if they're in the mm -hmm. camp that it's breath of the wild they need to fundamentally change pokemon as a game and that's a good thing i hope that they do yeah. do that yeah, exactly. but i doubt that they will <laughs> <laughs> right i think that it will have like the set dressing of either a breath of the wild or a monster hunter or more than likely like uh just mm -hmm. somewhere in between like breath of the wild skyward sword sort of area um mm -hmm. and it's just pokemon it's yeah. Pokemon within that sort of world. And I think that if anything, that just dilutes Pokemon and makes Pokemon even less fun <laughs> than it currently is. Um, <laughs> yeah. Alec said cute outfits is a reward to tie it back to Monster Hunter. True. I, I, yeah, I laughed at first, but also it could be that it has to do with actual progression. Like we do know mm. that we can't get to all of the regions at the outset. I'm pretty, you know, pretty sure mm -hmm. yeah. um but they're all kind of like disparate things that you um i guess eventually go through so like maybe it is something where it's like oh yeah we don't have enough some things to make the warm clothes that you need for the cold area or whatever yeah. i don't know you know like and it's something it, it, where and, and the thing about it is it's like, about exploration at that there's point. There's so many ideas that i have that could easily answer these questions i don't think right. they're going to do any of them in this video yeah. <laughs> like i think that eventually they can get there because yeah. a lot of them are informed like the ideas that i have specifically mm -hmm. are informed by things that they have done in the past in mm -hmm. other games and other mediums so on and so forth but this game's not going to do that and it's very <laughs> obvious that it will. um and i think that there will be moments like that where there it's like going to be tied to progression but it's going to be tied to progression in a very stupid way it's going to be <laughs> like it's going to be very cut through the tree adjacent sort of situation right mm -hmm. where it's like right i yeah. could literally walk around this tree uh-huh <laughs> but the video game tells me i need to cut it so i guess i gotta cut it mm -hmm. but there's like easy ways to make that patch like that narrative patch believable mm -hmm. and it, it, yeah. it doesn't feel frustrating because it's like oh well obviously to be able to uh fly with my pokemon with my freaking pidgey i need to evolve him to a pidgeot so he's mm -hmm. big enough to fly me <laughs> you know like that sort of thing like yeah. instead of the 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 arbitrary get this hm Teach your Pokemon that you see flying on your screen at all times how to fly. <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, or in this case, you know, if it is that like these missions have some kind of use the like warm clothes example or whatever, mm. that's it's a bad one, but we'll just use it for um for the sake of argument. If it's like, yeah, catch, you know, uh five Hisuing Growliths so that so you can, can skin them <laughs> actually that was a that was a more apt example than i meant it to be and catch some beautiflies or whatever like 
you know, that's just, <laughs> that's just like, doesn't make any sense how that would transition to the other thing. Whereas like in Breath of the Wild, the logic generally follows for most things. And that's like good. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Alex and Sheer them. Sheer them. They're, they're that's Sheer dogs, man. <laughs> but yeah, yeah no, I, I, yeah. I, I think that it's going to be a very like, stupid solution in this game <laughs> i think that they'll eventually get to the point of because breath of the wild has a lot of things like that where it's like even if it's cartoon logic it's like oh this thing that you want me to get totally makes sense and mm-hmm. makes so yeah. much sense that to go out the waterfall i need this the full zora suit or whatever like you know like yeah. that sort of stuff like that makes sense yep. um and it i does. hope eventually they'll get to the point where yeah. the the MacGuffin in pokemon games is like oh well that makes sense of course i need that Mm-hmm. I don't think Arceus will be the one <laughs> where, where that happens. Yeah, it is. It's tough. I was talking to some friends. Um, so two friends that are in my D&D group that um, both of them are dads and they got switches for their families for Christmas. And so one of them was asking like, which Pokemon game should I get for my daughter who loves Pokemon um, and would like to play a game? We, For the record, we suggested Let's Go. Um, mm-hmm. And the the other friend has been i guess like doing research on switch stuff now that he's been um uh you know is interested and stuff and he was like man also look be on the lookout for legends arceus because that game's gonna rock and i was like that's what i'm a little bit afraid of is Mm -hmm. that people are like really excited and then that it ends up being a disappointment like there's so many obviously people people can especially people outside of this realm you know i yeah, never saw right. a video yes. of me being like i don't know be wary of that <laughs> you know or anybody <laughs> yeah. being like that right um they see the advertisements because they are very like um reminiscent of breath of the wild and they right. they suggest it's like this this is the one dude this is the mm-hmm. open world pokemon game that you've always wanted yeah and i hope i'm wrong for the record like that yeah, i very I hope much so. hope that i'm but you I know, <laughs> here's the other thing that like gives me a glimmer of hope is that we haven't seen anything so we saw we've seen cleaver noble fight mm-hmm. cleaver cleaver whatever um we haven't seen any other of those we haven't seen any story stuff like at all like whatever the arceus tie into all this is we don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. So there's a hope that right now we're seeing all the window dressings of the game. And there's a core that's just like yet yeah. to be discovered. Like, that- what is the, the trainer's journey equivalent right. here? Yeah. Cause like people like with sword and shield specifically, it was like this whole thing of like people being tired of that. Mm-hmm. But if that's mm-hmm. missing, the game's going to suck. Like when mm-hmm. they even tried to change it a little bit and I don't necessarily agree with, the, the the community at large here like i know alex specifically loves sun and moon but the community mm-hmm. hates it <laughs> because mm-hmm. they tried to change the trainer's journey equ- like uh equivalent and they did it in a like kind of half-assed way not gonna mm-hmm. lie um because they could have you know a lot of the like um trial captains or whatever they what they tell you to do is very like orange island like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the gameplay of it fell flat like when it's like oh we got to cook this soup like that's my uh trial um you cook the soup you got to find the berries and stuff like why didn't you turn that into the freaking cooking mama dude like 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 on the gameplay level it could have been so much fun and like a like a a good change of pace 
um and like orange islands where it was mm-hmm. like ash one of his things was they had to race down the mountain and like to race down the mountain you had to make the bobsled with your pokemon possibly like, one of my favorite like top five pokemon episodes for the record like that's it's just so good that's all. yeah exactly like what alex said they're basically gyms but they're like mm-hmm. worse gyms <laughs> because it's like, oh, well, yeah. the, you, you battle the uh, the like boss Pokemon or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And that's basically just like a, a juiced up Pokemon that can call like earlier versions of themselves into the battle or like mm-hmm. Pokemon that are related to them in one way or another into the battle. And that's like... Yeah. not fun <laughs> it's like, right, whatever and then you battle the trial captain and that's like not fun yeah. but with regular gyms it's like you had the puzzle usually you have the mm-hmm. trainer like the the gym trainers within the gym that you can battle and then you have the gym leader there's no real like trainer equivalent like the gym trainer equivalent and there's not usually a puzzle equivalent mm-hmm. um so it's just like a diluted gym yeah and- i guess that is a, a positive thing about this game is that they are doing you know like with the having to dodge out of the way of the raging pokemon or whatever they're mm. called like and the you know the noble stuff like they're like the there ba- are... like the boss battles of whatever the nobles are should be mm-hmm. fun yeah but what do you do outside of that yeah it's the thing it is the thing so outside of gameplay stuff um last bits and then we've got a bunch of questions that i just pulled from q a up to here because they're related to it um but like what's your th- okay well I'll, I'll just say this instead at this point we've seen probably what the final game is going to look like i would guess like i don't know that it's going to graphically change very much and my opinion on it Which is I'm the following I, don't I that's pretty much where i'm at it's like i think in general it's pretty like when you kind of mm. just either like you know half squint your eyes or like it looks look at- as good as literally any pokemon game barring like you know pokemon <laughs> snap ever has you know like pokemon games have never looked good ever ever (laughs) like i there's people that are like nostalgic for like the sprite base and all that stuff and that's like more subjective but like Mm -hmm. on a technological level like they still didn't run great compared to other games Mm -hmm. of their era and stuff like they've never been technological more i think even compared even in thinking uh relative to the like pixel art stuff is the Mm -hmm. thing that's nice about the pixel art stuff is the like art direction art um i don't know the way that they're imagining things and i feel like the art direction in broad strokes is actually still really good in this game like i think the art direction is always like a a version of what the art direction has always been yeah you know like that's why it was like a head scratcher for me when people hated brilliant diamond shine and pearl because i'm like this Mm -hmm. is just a 3d version of the sprites (laughs) like yeah it's, I mean, so like, I think in general it looks, but it's just like how, you know, the, the technical side of the implementation of the art direction or whatever, sure, is it's lacking. But also, you know, like I can just, instead of uh, uh, Weird here, is that, I don't remember how to pronounce it, Santler's Evolution yeah, or whatever, something like that. it shows a shot of that Pokemon. It's like, he looks so majestic. And instead, for whatever reason, my eyes are drawn to the terrible grass um, texture right under mm. his feet. And it's a terrible grass texture. But you know what? Just look at the Pokemon instead. Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Is what is where I'm at at this point. Like, it's, I think, in general, it's going to be pleasing to look at as long as I'm not looking at the other things. And I think too many of us, hot take, but also not that hot of a take. I think too many of us are looking at the things, are, are looking for things. Time to on, look. Obviously. Yeah, like, yeah. 
they don't care about the the tree texture because they didn't make the tree. It's just yeah. a tree, dude. Like they spent the time and money designing the Pokemon. Yeah, and um, I would much rather they focus on the other things. You know, I mean, sure, I'd also rather in a perfect world that they also get all the time they need to spend on trees and stuff like that. But you know what? Like of the things, I much more care about. Number one, the game loop gameplay, it being fun and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then everything else kind of subsequent to that. <laughs> yeah, for me, like I don't care. I was like, I'm not. They're they're not going to blow my socks off with any art style until they just make it look like every other Pokemon thing. You know, right. like I want it to look like the mangas look like and yeah. the the shows look like and mm-hmm. the, the advertising for this game. Looks <laughs> yeah. like, you know, like the the they did like the whole like with the art of the, like the ink paintings and stuff like that mm-hmm. of this cool. game like just make it look like that look make pokemon an animated like cyber connect to uh game you know like a naruto mm-hmm. ultimate ninja storm 4 game that looks like that you know yeah that will be the like peak of pokemon i know there's a lot of people that want hyper realistic that would be stupid <laughs> make pokemon look oh, like sure. an anime yeah because it is an anime <laughs> yeah fully agreed all right, so now getting into some of these questions or comments or We've that learned. kind of thing. <laughs> uh, Sierra Plosis Ultra asked, um, was Def wondering if you guys had any thoughts on the new Japanese Arceus trailer? Arceus trailer. You, did, you fused. <laughs> I did. Um, I messed it up. <laughs> I saw the trailer. There wasn't really anything in there that was new, though. That's what I was going to say. Like, yeah, I felt like I might have missed something, but no, I agree. Like I was like watching for it. I was like, I don't know what they're saying. So maybe maybe <laughs> they're saying something that's like, oh, that's a revelation. But like all the footage I think they've shown before, if I'm yeah. not. Or at least most of it, or at least uh variations on yeah, the things like that a they different did, angle you know, of like hey, right, exactly. Or whatever. Um, um there was like one or two th- things. No, yeah, like maybe a couple of the raging Pokemon or whatever were ones that I hadn't seen. Like, mm. had we seen um, Electivire? Yeah, maybe? we saw Electivire. I think we okay. saw Electivire in the first trailer where they were like, "Oh, shoot. oh, gotcha." Pokemon yeah, are attacking right. the children. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, to me, it seems like maybe they had a couple new bits of the things we'd already seen, but otherwise, it seemed like it just compiled all the things we've already seen in one place. Mm. Which, again, to go back to the other things, to me, either means they're purposefully showing a certain amount of stuff and there's other things or that's kind of everything and then there's right. a couple other little things and yeah. i don't know which it is <laughs> i'm hoping for the former yeah we'll I, ho- I hope that we, we play the game and we're like oh shoot what the heck i didn't expect yeah. any of this but i uh-huh. doubt it i think yeah. that there will be some surprises in terms of like the pokemon that are in it and like that mm-hmm. like that stuff yeah, will be surprising sure. there will be a like a sweet informs that's like oh shoot i didn't know that this was a thing mm-hmm. um but i, I just don't yeah. have a whole lot of faith in the in the gameplay being <laughs> and like, i am glad that they're assuming that there are more that we don't know about or whatever i'm glad that they're not showing as many as like i feel like before sword and shield every week was a new like here's this new pokemon right. from a from the gallery region and stuff mm-hmm. where by the time i played the game i felt like i'd seen like at least half of them mm-hmm. um and so I, I i'm hopeful that there's more stuff that we'll just find out about in the game you know again mm-hmm. yeah as alex said still three weeks left to go so True. and they, they can definitely like pokemon's marketing machine is like a drip feed 
<laughs> until it's not, you know, like yeah. they, they get a couple weeks out and they're like, all right, every week we're dropping a trailer of some sort. And then the last two, three weeks, every other day we're dropping a trailer of some sort. So did you related to that? Did you follow the the saga with, um, I don't know, short saga, so not a saga, but mm-hmm. um, with John Cartwright and uh, Samus Hunter the other day? No. So that, oh man. It was, so Samus Hunter is a uh, um, industry insider quote-unquote that mm-hmm. like you know it seems like what's happened is at one point they got one or two actual bits of information and then now they and a bunch of other people that are industry insiders not to say i mean yeah. there are people that are actually yeah. that for sure um and this this is just one among others that seems to just like put a just say a bunch of they stuff that, like a bunch right. of it's yeah. yeah and i was just like super vague stuff that like on a couple days ago well, so the thing was, they were like, yeah, industry people already have um, previews are going to be going up on, you know, this next week or the week after that at the latest, blah, blah, blah. And John Carr was like, yeah, for Arceus. And John Carr was like, hmm, seems surprising considering nobody in the industry has played the game yet. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then proceeded to get blocked immediately. Um, yeah. He was like, yeah, it checks out. <laughs> yep. And it was, it was just very funny. It'd be um, like that. No, it was, it's a, it was a fun thing. In any case, moving on to the next question. Pat Piplup asks, why can't Cyndaquil just always have his flames? I don't know. I think Only people are too harsh on Cyndaquil, to be honest. I think that Typhlosion looks weird. Yes. Okay, there you go. Without I, his flames. I think Quilava and Cyndaquil are okay without their flames. I'll agree with that. Yeah, Typhlosion for sure just like doesn't. I remember in, um, yeah, Pokemon's new Pokemon Snap, typhlosion's down in one area without his flames and i'm like man that that doesn't even feel like a pokemon almost <laughs> like mm-hmm. i mean it is but yeah i think he should have his flames yeah he looks good with his flames but i think he's fine without him. shepherd boy said i'm so looking forward to this game agree it'll be fun um benjamin aquino said do you think we will see more legends games after focusing on different after this focusing on different regions um i think i think that it really depends on what they do with the mainline games moving forward yeah like there's two distinct paths if they want to make sweeping changes that they could make where it's like either they're like okay we're done with the the usual like machine where it's one mainline game one remake Mm -hmm. and then we come back and make a remastered version of the the mainline game and then we move on from there um or even what they what they kind of started that could be a new like cycle that's longer um and they could like involve more developers into to like give themselves more time call of duty style Mm -hmm. um where it's like mainline game uh let's go game remake remastered mainline game legends you know like that mm-hmm. that sort of situation they could do that. what are you considering the remastered mainline game because the, the remake would the be remastered like... mainline game in this case would be the dlc okay right, right gotcha so like the crystal or yeah crystal or okay the, yeah. yeah exactly um yep. so like honestly if they wanted to like put out something every year they could double down on like do dlc for the the uh, remakes you know for the yeah. brilliant diamond and shining pearl like that sort of situation they could mm-hmm. do platinum dlc if they wanted yeah. to do that they could do legends they could do a let's get, go game every year um 
and they could double up on DLC on in the mainline game if they really, really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the preferable thing is they go away for five years. <laughs> they, they, you know, and they make a big mainline game, all hands on deck, Game Freak, Creatures mm-hmm. Inc., you know, like whatever other like uh, Bandai Namco, you know, like those yeah. types of studios help out with that sort of thing. And then in the interim, you know, every two years, they come out with a, a, a remake of a previous generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if they want to, like, coincide the, uh, the release of the remake with a Legends game, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, yeah, no, totally. I, I think, for one thing, it depends on, kind of like you alluded to, how they, how they see these games that they're making. Like, was Let's Go and is Legends are these games where they're testing waters for different things mm-hmm. or are they like branches in their own paths that are going right. to be their own thing? Cause we haven't even seen a second let's go game yet. So like, mm-hmm. is that going to happen? Maybe, maybe not. Um, right. Like the, the question yeah. is like, are these games stop gaps to buy themselves more time right now? Or mm-hmm. is it something that they think will be their like long-term strategy? Yeah. I mean, the other thing that I could see them doing is more, because these these are kind of up until Legends Arceus, like this, um, this one's more of a spinoff in some ways. Um, but a lot of the other ones, like Let's Go and the remakes and stuff like that, have been um, the traditional trainer's journey kind mm. of thing, you know, reusing things or whatever um, stories and all that. But they could also just stand to do more like big budget Pokemon um spin-offs like mm-hmm. i mean new pokemon snap is pretty much the only example that i can think of on the switch so far mm-hmm. um but more of that kind of thing like a pokemon stadium or a pokemon coliseum or gale of darkness or whatever where they like yeah just get get a whole different team to work on it and that'll buy them some time for other things but like the you know if they want to make one pokemon game a year it doesn't have to be a uh, turn-based rpg yeah. kind of thing you know mm-hmm. it could be anything else that feels like an eventized Pokemon something or other. And I guess mm-hmm. we'll see, you know, like what are the no- new Pokemon snap sales? Like, is that something, I mean, it's, it's not a holiday game. So like maybe if they put it in the holiday, would it, it's a lot of questions, you know, how do they, how do they stay afloat? Cause that's, you know, that's their big problem is yeah. they're just, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm positive that game has more than stayed afloat, but yo, for sure. I don't yeah. think I, the, the thing about it is like for these types of games, to become mainstays i think they need to demolish expectations like if mm-hmm. they're like we want this game to sell at least five million copies it needs to sell 15 for them right. to like, oh shoot all right well we're gonna <laughs> make more new pokemon snap <laughs> you know mm-hmm. like that sort of thing yep actually how do how much has new pokemon snap sold so far the last um, i heard was it was like somewhere in the two to three million range size i'm gonna look it up um uh, here we go. I'm just find snap. New Pokemon snap. Yep, 2.49 million as of uh, you know by the end of whenever that was. Um, quarter three, quarter two, quarter whatever. There it is. I mean, it'll right. probably settle around five. I yeah. feel like it'll probably be like five, six million by the end of the life cycle. Yep. Which honestly, definitely less than I was. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's pretty I, good. It's more pretty than good the original in... game sold by yeah, right. a lot. <laughs> so. Yeah, so that would be, but yeah, I think doing more of those kinds of things, having outside teams, I mean, especially, you know, like it's when I say like less than I was expecting, I'm thinking 
Pokemon centric as opposed to just like yeah, games in general. Like Bandai Namco making game. a game. You know, yeah, like, right. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing is like thinking for like Bandai Namco made a game that sold 2.5 million units. That's like, that's a lot. That's a lot of units, no matter yeah. which way you slice it. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know um, what, what other games they would have on Switch that are much more than that, you know, other than Smash. otherwise they did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Has Smash sold that much? Do people know about that one? Nah, it's, yeah. it's probably sold a couple of uh, 2.5 million. Yeah. Probably a couple so, of those. I think to answer your question, Benjamin, for me, I would think that Let's Go does become a series and Legends is testing the water for mechanics and for stuff like that. And it in and of itself, my guess is we don't see another Legends game. Um yeah, apparently the figure draw. is more than four times the original. And that was ah, back nice. in May that they announced that. So. Okay, I mean, so that's way more than that now. Yeah, so it's like, it was worth making at the very <laughs> least. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Um, actually, here, let's just see what's... By its by the end of its life, it sold 3.6 million Pokemon Snap on N64. Mm. So yeah, I mean, I'd imagine just even by the end of holiday season, they'll yeah. pass that. So uh, moving on, Big Marv asks, do you think the starters are gonna have Hisuian evolutions? Absolutely. I don't know when they'll start. You know, like I don't know if the mid-evolution, I'd imagine probably the mid-evolution will be the first one that's like kind of different you know it's like oh yeah. shoot something something different about this pokemon even if it's yeah. not like a straight up like you know like mm-hmm. uh alolan vulpix versus regular vulpix difference uh-huh. or if it's just like wait that pokemon doesn't have a stripe there <laughs> and then it evolves into the final evolution it's like oh shoot <laughs> yeah. but that's I, interesting i wouldn't have guessed that they would just because it feels like starters are kind of hallowed ground kind of a thing but then again thinking about like Sometimes, all the different forms of you know like they, do Gigantama- and- they did gigantamax and they did mega evolution yeah and exactly. stuff like that right so like i could see them doing no i bet you're right here thinking about it that way yeah yeah that'd be fun um i wonder what that means for typhlosion specifically because like um samurai and decidueye i can imagine them just leaning further into those into their archetypes yeah. Yeah. right yeah they'd probably just give typhlosion an archetype Yep. Of some sort. What that Maybe type will be, I don't know. A wrestler kind of thing. Like a there's su- wrestler. You know. I don't think I mean not like, re- like but a like sumo a sumo kind of, that sort of a thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Like old timey wrestling. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I fire- think oh no, firefighting true. Um, <laughs> I think that Samurott will continue to be garbage. Um, so I'm thinking I'll probably pick Cyndaquil or uh 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 Rowlet, but I don't really want to pick Rowlet. I I I hate to I, want to pick Rowlet because it's the like yeah the too many people are going pick. to pick Rowlet. That's why I, don't I know. Want to pick but Rowlet. like, I I love a good I love a good archer. You know, like a clip. Yeah, I've had enough. I'm oh. sick of it. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't, all, like I already know Bob's picking Rowlet free, and I'm t- talking about potentially doing a stream thing with Bob, and I'm not picking the same Pokemon as Bob if we're both streaming it. Like that's not fun. Yeah, um, I've got. I feel like I've got a good reason to pick any of them. Rowlet because archery is neat. Um, is, I 
I'm down with the if good I water type. Oshawott, I'm... I am keeping it a duat. because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm not too mad about it turning into a samurai, honestly. I, I never played that gen. So stupid. He samurai. looks so dumb. <laughs> I'm looking at yeah, he honestly does. It's so, so sad. dumb. He doesn't even like, look like a samurai. And you, do you know what duat his... looks like? Look at duat. Look at Dua and then look at Ashwat and tell me what 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 drugs they were yeah. on when, when they decided that evolution. Yeah, they made mistakes. It's it's pretty dumb. It's bad. Yeah, and Dua is so <laughs> sick. Like Dua is probably the best mid-evolution bar none. <laughs> like, I don't care about any other mid-evolution out on the level of Dua. But like yeah. Dropped the ball. They dropped the ball hard yep. with Samurai. So for our last question uh, for this topic, Mega Man asks, what do you think will be the best new feature in Legends Arceus? And what do you think the biggest complaint the community will have with Legend Arceus is? Uh, I think the biggest complaint the community will have will be a rock. It'll be, hey, look at the textures on this rock. <laughs> I spent Valid. 12 hours straight in Blender on my macbook pro and i made a better rock than this mm-hmm. i think that's gonna that's what's gonna happen <laughs> this is a good happening yeah um i mean i think if you know if kind of what we've been afraid of is right then i think maybe just like the biggest complaint will be something more in terms of like oh well this wasn't everything i hoped this game was in breath of the wild <laughs> yeah, right, exactly um <laughs> Hopefully, again, hopefully that's not the case. But that's, you know, I could I could see that being the thing. Otherwise, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be graphic stuff. Like, which I think it's going to be there. It's going to be kind of like the wild area. Because I remember yeah. when we first learned about the wild area. Mm-hmm. And I went on Wolf Den Live back when it was still Wolf Den Live. Uh-huh. And I was like this is not like the wild area is going to be a thing like this is not going to be an open world pokemon game you're not going to be able to control cameras everywhere it's just going to be in the wild area and everybody's mm-hmm. like you're an idiot and people were mad that that was not the case and i'm like yo like hey man <laughs> tried to help you temper your expectation expectations like, yep your expectations yeah you did um it. and <laughs> on the other side though what do you think he asked what he think will be the best new feature of Legends Arceus. I think the best new feature will be the the open world. I don't think yeah. that they'll stick to landing, but I think it will be like good enough for Pokemon. Just like I think the best feature in, well, except for the Dynamax Adventures, those are dope. Um, the best feature in Sword and Shield was the wild area. Mm-hmm. Um, could be better, but it's good enough. Yep. Dodge roll. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I mean, the, I'm, like depending on what the boss battles are like, maybe the boss battles. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping that it's gonna be just the like. Um, th- I mean, this will be besides Pokemon Snap. I guess this will be the game that could most like. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, just like inundate you in the game. That's not the right word, but you know uh, what I mean. Ingratiate. Yeah, sure. And mercy. Oh my god. Yeah, mercy. Yeah, I mean that was that was either coming in clutch. Like the immersion could definitely be the best in this game than it has been in a long a long time. You know, um, and that's immersion's probably overrated a little bit. I'd say, but at the same time, you know, it's nice. Yeah, immersion (laughs) is like 
subjective. <laughs> you got <laughs> it. Too. Yeah, people that get immersed in the original Pokemon game. <laughs> yeah, it's honestly it's funny because I think it's less about graphics and all that kind of stuff. I think it's more about a certain kind of yeah consistency of world and like not doing it's it's more like i feel like you could immerse yourself in anything it's how many things there are that break the immersion exactly ruin it it's and the so amount I of think times like, the game tells you no right like that's why yeah. breath of the wild is like one of the best examples of an immersive game because the game almost never tells you no yeah so like yep. it's like oh well all right well you did that so this happened. yeah i mean it's <laughs> at, at worst it tells you like well, maybe not do that again. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, exactly. It's... <laughs> it's like, see, I let you do it. Look what yeah. happened. Look what happened to you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, there you go. All right, that's Pokemon Legends Arceus. We talked about it. We uh, we did. We'll see. A couple weeks. We shall see. Um, and we also may see. Uh, hold on, wait. We got to do oh. this. What do we think? Oh. Metacritic scores. What do we think? Oof. I'm thinking uh, <laughs> low 80s. Yeah, I was going to say like 82, um, which I mean I like still would be high for a Pokemon game. Uh, it could, I, it could I think that if they stick the landing, yeah, low 80s. Mm-hmm. Like best case scenario for what this game looks like it is, low yeah. 80s. Um, if it's not good at what it, it's trying yeah. to be, I can see low 70s as well. Could even, I mean, but worst I, case scenario, I could see high like a 68 you know see like i that. mean that's like that's like doomsday scenario i think hey, i like, think that's like, also well I'm, I mean, releases don't really get that you know right i'm in that i'm also accounting for people being overly just disappointed yeah, and letting like, yeah, that yeah. factor mm-hmm. in you know yeah true. um true again we'll see but yeah, we'll I've, see. Uh, but I'm I'm a, I'm a 82 is my like optimistic. Yeah, I'm going to stake my claim at low 80s, uh, mm-hmm. 84 at the highest. Yep. We'll All see. right, good stuff. We no will see. shot, it's a game of the year game. It might be my game of the year, yeah. but no shot is getting nominated for game of the year. Yeah, no. At the game awards, <laughs> like I mean, especially with some games that are coming out next that. year and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even unrelated to that, like. Yeah, I mean, it could like best family game. It could definitely show up in there, um, but we'll see. Well, the mystery dungeon games, all that? yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like those aren't mystery. Like mystery dungeon aren't mainline like big Pokemon releases. Most of them aren't even developed by a Pokemon a company that is owned by Nintendo or Pokemon Company. That's true. I think Spike Chunsoft develops most of, or yeah. has developed most of them. I think that is correct. Uh, but yeah. That's that's my guess. Low 80s. It's a good guess. And just like that, we will also guess at what this twist could be for Mario Kart 9 that is apparently in development. You know what I'm and... sick of? I'm <laughs> sick of everybody guessing that the new twist will be, I think it's going to be a Super Smash Brothers Mario Kart. <laughs> and the entire thing that they are basing this off of is the fact that Mario Kart 8 on the on the uh, Switch has freaking Inkling and and uh, and the Animal Crossing characters uh-huh. and Link. Where it's like, oh shoot, Boy Zelda's in the game. That means they're opening it up to everybody, man. Uh-huh. They're putting everybody in the game. Fox McCloud, freaking Pikmin, not even Omar, just the Pikmin that's going to drive, it's going to be three pikmin in a trench coat driving around in the cart 
that being the like main twist, I think is dumb. Like, I think yeah. that they might put more Nintendo characters in it, but I highly doubt that that will be like, they're not going to turn Mario Kart into Nintendo Kart. That would be the stupidest thing that they could possibly do. Like, and even if they, if they do Mario Kart, Nintendo Kart, they are killing <laughs> their brand because Mario Kart is more valuable as a brand than Mario is. <laughs> like yeah, Mario right. Kart games sell big. <laughs> yep. And I, even if that is the twist, like, but then I wouldn't be disappointed in the people guessing it. I'd be disappointed in Nintendo for it. Yeah, for doing it. Yeah. Just even if they still call it Mario Kart, but it's like the Smash Bros of whatever. Like that's everyone in and of it itself. Would be so stupid. It would be so yeah, dumb. I highly it's, doubt it. It's not like, you know, the whole point of Mario Kart is gameplay and stuff. And those those kinds of things, like cool, I get to play as Link, is fun for when you get to pick your character and you know, various other parts. But like if the the core gameplay isn't, I mean, the core gameplay is just good regardless. So like, even yeah. if they didn't change that much and it's just new tracks and stuff like that, it will still be a phenomenal game. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. But the thing about know, Mario Kart is, I couldn't care less about what character I am in Mario Kart. Maybe that's just me, but I don't care because it, it almost doesn't matter at all. You know, like Smash Brothers, it, mm, it, I mm, care a lot because Sakurai yeah. does so much, like, so much of a better job at you playing as that character. Mm-hmm. Like boys out to says say ah sometimes, you know, like you, you do a trick, he points his sword up in there. Like <laughs> yeah. I mean, in uh I feel double dash did a good job of uh different characters had special yeah, like the or different whatever. specials, but even then That's it nice. doesn't feel like you're playing as that character, you know? Yeah, right, yeah, yeah for sure. Like and because some of them didn't even make sense or anything. I'm yeah, sure. exactly. <laughs> so it's like I just don't care what character I am in Mario Kart. It's like it's like I care more about what character I am in Mario Party. Because <laughs> at least then my character moves like my character. Like, I don't even see my character half the time in Mario Kart. I'm looking at the bike or the car or what, you know, like, I don't care what character I am. So, like, for that to be their, like, uh, gimmick, they're like, buy our new game. You don't got to play Mario Kart anymore is very stupid. <laughs> like, that's very dumb. Uh, yeah. Before we keep going, I'll go ahead and give the context of this. I mean, most people probably... Note mm. at this point, but it's just that uh, Dr. Serkin Toto, who's an industry analyst um, and who is, you know, credible guy generally, mm. um, said that he's aware. I'm aware Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is still selling very well on the Nintendo Switch. Mario Kart 9 is in active development and comes with a new twist. And Nintendo could tease it this year. And uh, and then Toto also believes that in 2022, we could see another mobile take on a classic Nintendo IP. He says, on mobile, Nintendo has been very silent since Mario Kart Tour's launch in 2019. I think 2022 is when we will see an established IP arriving on smart devices again. They just announced it. I mean, they just released a mobile game like yeah, three months ago. <laughs> what, is he, what is he talking about? Yep. Um, I mean, they didn't develop it, to be fair. Yeah. They didn't develop Pikmin Bloom. Niantic did, but it's still That's their true. game. So the two questions on Mario Kart 9, number one, because um, I, I also, even if I didn't think it was like in active development, it's coming eventually. So yeah. cool. You know, that's not uh, out of the question. Um, so the two questions, number one, what, what do we think the twist is? Number two, do we think we will see it at all? I don't think it'll release this year. Or, I mean, do we think we'll see it or that it'll release this year? I think we might see it this year. I don't think it. Uh, I don't think there's any chance that it releases this year. Why? Yeah. Right. What do we need that for? I think yeah. that if, like the fact that they haven't released a Mario Kart game until now says that 
Yes. They only release a Mario Kart game when they feel like they need to, and they yep. do not need to right <laughs> now. Um, so it's I think next year I could see them like dropping it as their holiday game if they don't have another holiday game. Yep. Um, I could even see them pushing it. I could see it being a Pikmin 4 situation, but like <laughs> the opposite end of the spectrum where Pikmin 4 is like, this game's not going to do that well, but like Miyamoto wants to like, I mean, wants to make it and he likes that franchise and we really like him a lot so he can make what he wants, but we only want to put it out when we think it's going to do well, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? Um, I think Mario Kart is the, like, that's their like break the glass when that's the, yeah. that's the big <laughs> red button, you know? Yeah. I think, yeah, for me, I... I don't see us. I definitely don't see it coming out this year. And unicycles. <laughs> <laughs> Alex said bicycles. Inda said unicycles. Alex said you got to pedal with a Joy-Con. <laughs> Checks out. There you go. I, think, um, I mean, I could see it being some sort of like because you know uh, we can go through the gimmicks of the past games. Mm-hmm. There's no real gimmicks of Mario Kart 64, right? Or the original, like just the original, in 3D, just the original that existed. Know. Yeah. Mario Kart 64 is actual. It's real 3D. Mm-hmm. Um, the handheld ones, they're handheld ones, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Mario Kart 7 did have the glider and the going order. Mario Kart DS has the like missions or that kind of thing. Yeah, and Double Dash, obviously. Double Dash. Double Dash. Yeah. Games overrated. Um, <laughs> but the the one thing immediately I've talked about, I think we talked about it on stream. Maybe we didn't talk about it on stream probably just mm-hmm. a discord call but i don't know we talked about at one point that it was like a lot of people like double dash and like the the one thing that we agree with where it's like oh yeah this is the best thing about this game is the ability to switch the items back and forth yeah like yeah, the controlling yeah. the cart with the two people it feels like garbage like it like mario kart 8 so far is the best feeling mario kart game. oh for sure like and it's not close to close yeah um because we is fun but we also has an element of like uh, i feel like my steering is like too sensitive you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and like i said like mario kart double dash just feel it feels like you're on um i don't know if, if you've ever been the hershey park and been on this ride called the crazy mouse the, it oh, yeah, feels yeah, yeah, like that sure. it feels like that yeah <laughs> Have you actually been or are you being facetious? <laughs> no, they, there's a bunch of, yeah, I haven't been to the one at Hershey Park, but okay. they make that same kind of ride a bunch of different Yeah, it's, so like, it's a, like, like a style of ride, apparently. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like a, a a roller coaster roller coaster that's like <laughs> almost like a train more more than anything. And it's like the gimmick is that when you t- when it makes turns, it like tilts a little bit. It feels like you're about uh-huh. to fall off the ride. That's what it feels like to, to drive in, in Mario Kart Double Dash. Yeah. No, I feel that for sure. It's, it's, I remember a friend of mine was, I was having a bunch of friends coming over for a birthday party or something like that. I think when I was in high school and I was like, we're going to play Mario part or Mario Kart. It's going to be great. And my friend was like, I am the king of Mario Kart. And I was like, all right. Okay, cool. Um, and I was like, I'm pretty good at Mario Kart, but he's like, I'm I'm the king of Mario Kart. <laughs> so then he, you know, he came over, he brought his own controller with him and everything. And um, he had been gotten really used to Mario Kart Wii, and he was probably really good at Mario Kart Wii and Mario Kart Double Dash, Not super that. different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so he did terribly, and everybody just made fun of him for the rest of the night. Yeah, the king of losing Mario Kart. The king of losing Mario Kart, yeah um but yeah no uh the gimmick i i mean i've been wanting them to like do ctr yeah that's what i was about to do an adventure mode but i kind of doubt it i don't think they're gonna do that um 
I don't know, maybe they'll increase the amount of bracers that you can have. Because right now it's yeah. 12. Um, I, don't I know feel like there's got to be a... I don't know if it was 12 on Wii U. Was it 12 on Wii U? Was it oh. 8? Oh, I don't know. I didn't play it on I played it, but it was... <laughs> Almost a decade ago, dude. I feel like there's got to be some kind of visual element to it. Um, You know, like, like, I mean, yeah, Double Dash, there's two things. There's the motorcycles in Wii, there's the gliders in 7, and then there's the upside-down stuff in in Mario Kart 8. So, like, I I don't know what that would be. Um, probably bicycles or unicycles, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, my, my biggest hope would be that it would be something with, yeah, with an adventure mode or something along those lines, or even like that you could do a co-op, you know, like that it doesn't have to be. Yeah, I think Mario Kart 8 is 12, I mean, eight players on Wii U. Mm, Nice. But hold on, I gotta double check, because I don't know if they put that it's, uh, because I just looked at it on like the store page on the Nintendo website. And it says that it's eight players. So let me see if they say that it's 12 players for this game. Yep. So eight players. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they'll go up to 16 for this game. Could be. But I don't know if that would be the main gimmick. It could just be like an additional yeah, thing right. that they put on. Yeah. Um, I mean, and there's probably several things like that. Like probably, you know, like a new battle mode or like something mm-hmm. else along those lines. Hmm. Off the top of my head, I honestly don't have that many great ideas. Um but Mario Kart's not the type of game that's like when I play it, I'm like, man, this game could really use this. Yeah, right. I just maybe the new core. I mean, they th- th- a lot of people want them to do like a course creator, like right. that's an easy yeah. thing that they yeah, can do. Um, um, you can you can bump into other people's cars or punch other people's cars and then board their cars and then they have to just run around. That's that. I think that was, that was like something that they also did in crash uh, on the PlayStation. Is it really? Yeah. (laughs) Just still ideas from crash team racing, dude. It's the only good crash bandicoot game. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. What is the, I don't even remember what the original one's called. I think it is called, no, it's crash something though. Still my nation racers. Yeah, I mean, it's basically the same thing without Crash Bandicoot. Just take their game. That's, you know, just do yep. that. There it is. Well, we'll see. In any case, Mario Kart 9 is uh, yeah, hopefully being worked on and we'll get eventually. But And I will I, play Mario Kart on a uh, relative normal basis compared to Mario Kart 8, which I'd never play. Yeah. I refuse. There's so many people who's like, yo, I want, we should play Mario Kart. And I'm like, no, it is not 2014 anymore. I refuse to play this video game. <laughs> it's, I mean, it kind of took me going because I'm, you know, I was, yeah, a little bit burnt out on it just because of the way I played it or whatever. Um, until I went back recently and played it a little bit with Ashley. And I was like, man, I wouldn't mind a Mario Kart 9. Let's play Chocobo GP. <laughs> Honestly, Chocobo GP looks pretty good for a kart racer, not going to lie. If I cared at all about Fire Final Fantasy. <laughs> doesn't even care about enough Fire. about it to call it the right name. Hate to see <laughs> then it. that would help, but uh, yeah. Um, but, you know, one thing we don't particularly care for is E3. Um, for, you know, specific Let reasons. Burn. <laughs> um, and this year, yeah, E3 is confirmed to be digital only. It seems like it might be on its way out. 
from what yep. we can tell. Mm-hmm. So we've Good. talked about this kind of thing before. So some of this will be rehashed, but yeah, the first, the, like the first sign of it not happening before we were like, well, this is pro- like, it's going to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this is the first day of the end of its life. <laughs> yeah. People are like, no, it'll be back. It'll be back after mm-hmm. COVID. You know, like they're just skipping this year. They'll be back. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yep. I think, so yeah, Alex said, and I'm not sure about this, not even confirmed to be digital only. I thought just confirmed not to be happening in person. I think that is so far the case is that this is, this article is assuming it's confirmed digital yeah, only. I, their actually, statement that they, that they gave to GamesBeat, they said due to the ongoing health risks surrounding COVID-19 and its potential impact on the safety of exhibitors and attendees, uh, it's interesting that they put exhibitors first. Yeah. <laughs> E3 will not be held in person in 2022. We are nonetheless excited about the future of E3 and look forward to announcing more details soon. Yeah, no, yeah. so it doesn't So even technically, matter. they could just, it could just not be. It could just not. Yeah. So I think here's, here's the thing is if in a perfect world, E3 goes away, but the things to replace it are some way for, like, I think the, the industry, uh, like the people in the industry kind of thing, having places to go to be able to meet each other and mm. make connections and network and that kind of stuff. That's valuable. Right. Somewhere and those in things some regard. already exist. It's, right. it's already like the, this whole like club thing, you know, where it's like E3 has this clout within the industry. So that's where everybody goes. But if E3 is gone, the next biggest thing will become the thing with the, the clout that everybody goes to, you mm-hmm. know, like packs could easily become E3. Yeah. very very easily yeah like i mean even within like content creators world like um too many games i feel like yeah. has kind of become that you know just like people that's like oh it's a fun place to see my friends or whatever mm-hmm. and then as soon as that becomes a place that people go then the people that need to go to those places to make connections or whatever are just going to go to those places yeah exactly you know like e3 is e3 because e3 is e3 yeah like there's nothing inherently special about e3 other than the 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 it's been the place that did reputation so that it's built yeah. for itself and that's it but once it's yeah. gone it's gone like who, mm-hmm. like it, what are they people are just like oh e3 is gone i guess i guess we can't we're never going to you know network ever again <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and plus like do people actually think that there has not been any networking happen between the end of 2019 and now mm-hmm. There have yeah. been entire careers made with people that have millions upon millions of followers <laughs> and work with all types of brands. And mm-hmm. they're not going to E3 to build these connections. Like, it's just like, y'all got to get past tradition. Like, <laughs> just because it's how things have always been done doesn't mean it's the only way that things can be done. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's the kind of thing where like, when there's no more hope, when E3 dies out, then people will make a concerted effort to make those things make, have a yeah, higher priority somewhere else. make something like a better thing mm-hmm. or to just make things that we already have better. You yeah, know? specifically, if if anybody's going to make um, Summer Games Fest be better, that would be nice because yeah. so far, kind of garbage as well, yes. but just in the boring right. way, not in the like bad way, just right. like... So come on. And it's- I think even the th- like, because every whenever I talk about, and it, it, it's been happening less and less every year. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I talk about E3 just needing to die, 
people are like, bro, I love you three. It's a, you know, collective celebration of video games. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> the literally E3 is just a, a freaking pissing contest of like the console I like better had a better E3 than your console. That's not a mm-hmm. celebration. That's just yeah. fanboy wars. <laughs> like you're just advertising to people to crap on other people for for liking the thing that you don't yeah (laughs) i mean it's like disney plus day isn't disney plus day isn't a celebration of disney plus it's just a bunch of ads for disney plus stuff and it's fun to see it because it's fun to see all those things in the same way that it's fun to watch e3 and stuff because it's fun to watch all the game trailers Mm -hmm. but um but yeah i think it's just like it's yeah it's definitely not (laughs) this you know super it's not oh it's kumbaya for gamers yeah, exactly dude. everybody you know holding hands and kissing and stuff dude it's great <laughs> nah everybody's at each other's throats during e3 yep. <laughs> and gotcha. even us who try to not you know be toxic about things that we don't like we're still like yo i i like i could have not watched that one <laughs> you know yeah and that always happens during e3 there's like usually two conferences that are worth watching and that is because e3 is not sustainable for developers Mm-hmm. In fact, I'd argue that E3, like as a thing of like this, this like uh, checkpoint that everybody needs to mm-hmm. uh, make their games for makes games worse. Mm, yeah. I mean, honestly, I could see how the thing that's most beneficial from it probably is the just is networking. live in person. Well, yeah. networking, obviously, but then also like the having the demos, I could, I could see that be something that's nice for the or like beneficial for the industry because it's something where like you can show off the progress in games or something like that but only like do like nintendo in 2015 or 2016 or whatever it was when they only had breath of the wild and that was it and it's like it's just just breath of the wild just come and check out breath of the wild and that's it's just one game and that's not a big deal but then also having to do a whole 40 minute press conference or you know direct kind of a thing for every developer like that's it's too much. At that point, it becomes the same kind of problem as Game Freak has, as Pokemon has, where it's like, we can't get out a fantastic Pokemon game every three years mm-hmm. because it's just not sustainable. Um, so, yeah, like, I, I think it would be good if, you know, somebody kind of stepped up and took accountability for each of these, each of the avenues of the aspects of the different thing. But in and of itself, it's just E3 is not the best place for all those things anymore also garbage company yeah right garbage company you know leaking people's information and then shrug i don't know what to tell you man (laughs) sucks sucks that that happened you know we're not going to assure anybody for for uh fraud protection or anything like that you know just Mm -hmm. my bad didn't mean to put all your sensitive information in a plain text document oops (laughs) oops yeah I mean, honestly, we're, we're just I, a, a, a multi multi million dollar company. You know, we just charge millions of dollars for uh, for 80 by 80 square feet, if that uh, <laughs> boosts, you know, and we charge you a few hundred thousand dollars extra for carpet. You know, we're not making enough money for for to, to secure the information of our uh, the people that are coming to our event. We can't do that, dude. That sounds like work. We can't. No one wants to do work. We're a small. We're a small (laughs) outfit, dude. We keep it lean and mean out of here. So yeah, there we go. I guess we'll see what happens with all that. But I mean, personally, as long as as long as Nintendo gives us some information around June time, I am pleased as punch. So (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. I wish I wish that Nintendo could just like you know 
do a, a Nintendo Direct during that time. Yeah. Like they literally already do, you know? I it's almost like imagine. E3 means nothing because like e- like everybody now mm-hmm. has like a Nintendo Direct equivalent. It, it would not be that hard. Like to be perfectly honest, I think, you know, it's you would have to assume that all these companies are okay to cross talk and stuff, which I'm sure they are if they really wanted to. Um, but for like, you know, the 10 companies that do press conferences or whatever, like the 20, just be like, hey, everybody, uh, just going to get a meeting together with with the 20 of us. Like, any of you guys want to do a press conference? And then like 10 of them will be like, yeah, I'll do, do it. That. And they then they don't like, have time. to do it. They don't. But like, they could literally just be like, all right, man, E3's gone. You know what? Let's do this instead. Let's make the whole year announcements <laughs> instead. Oh, you're going to have announcements ready and have a good press press conference if your press conference is in august sick square enix you're in august oh nintendo you're gonna have your games ready by june sick you're in june sega you work in april nice we're gonna have you in april instead of everybody targeting june and then 70 percent of everything that's shown sucks and then the other 30 percent of stuff is like this was dope i'm so glad that we had this <laughs> so like yeah it is bittersweet because there is something to be said for having all like just the fun of all of it happening at once or whatever, but it ends up being that a bunch of it just isn't fun anyway. So like, why bother, you know? Yeah. So that's that. Um, and, you know, similar to that, Shigeru Omori wants to create Pokemon games that the gamers desire, as said by my Nintendo news.com. That was my transition into this news topic. Here we go. Um, here, you uh, might have read on, more, this more than I Inda did. said, okay, I think people are more likely to go under the radar, though, for some of them, if it's not all tied into a short period. I disagree. I think that the way that the news cycle works now is the biggest thing that happens is the biggest thing on the internet for that day, if not longer than that day. And if the industry agrees, oh, freaking March is the month that Bethesda announces their stuff, the industry is going to pay attention to that. And that is going mm-hmm. to be all you see on IGN, all you see on GameSpot, all you see on all the gaming outlets. Yeah. I mean, for what it's worth, it's kind of, it's, it's the whole thing of like the individual announcements and tweets for Nintendo games from in 2020 was technically a more practical and better approach than full on Nintendo directs in that every game got their time in the light and so like we cared about games that normally would be one of the ones that you'd be like oh yeah that was in that direct i guess i forgot about that um but then again i'm personally glad that they did it they they went back to nintendo directs because they're more fun for me um but but as far as like yeah spreading things out like there is something you said for yeah things that normally would fall under the radar end up or more things you know you can only remember so many things from e3 in general so um yeah, the things that stick out yeah. are the things that would have stuck out anyway. Yeah. So it's it's a thing. Um, but yeah. All right. Pokemon something or others. Did you, I hadn't, I don't know about this thing. I didn't read any of it. So the main thing that I saw is, you know, how like people will take the, a long blurb and then they'll make like news articles out of that yeah. individual thing. The, right. the, the main like tidbit that everybody grasped onto was the, the thing of, Pokemon company basically saying that, or Game Freak saying that they want to make games that gamers want. Um, so everybody, which is like, 
I feel like should have been obvious to people that obviously they want to make things that people want to play, but they're trying to also make a game that they want to make at the same time. Right. Um, and that was, that's the gist of a lot of what they were saying, where it's like, we try to balance out like the type of stuff, like the things that we're passionate about and that we want to do with the, the requests and stuff that fans make. And on top of that, you got to balance out like, what do Pokemon fans want? Yeah. Because there are many, many Pokemon fans <laughs> and most of them went like if you sit two Pokemon fans down, you're mm-hmm. very likely to have two very different things that they want. You know, there's yeah. like it could be you could grab two Pokemon fans and those two Pokemon fans are me and Justin. You know, <laughs> Justin does not want what yeah. I want. Yeah. Justin wants them to turn Pokemon or, you know, like Justin uh, is like up for whatever, as long as it's good. But for the most mm-hmm. part, like if he had it his way, Pokemon would stay a turn based RPG for the rest of all time. And it mm-hmm. would just be like Dragon Quest, how Dragon Quest for a long time, they're the last bastion of turn based RPGs until they weren't <laughs> until they were like, oh, shoot, hold on. People don't want these even anymore. And even they with their next game are talking about making an action RPG. But anyway, mm-hmm. you know, there's like yeah. Pokemon fans just want everything because there's so many of them. So how do you make what the fans want if the fans want everything? Mm-hmm. You know? So they're trying to balance that with what they want to make. And that that's the gist of the article. Of like, gotcha. yeah, we want to make what you want to want us to make. Yep. I mean, honestly, Inda said make everything. Make I everything. think with all the with all the spinoffs and stuff or, you know, having legends and also let's go pikachu and all that stuff like they kind of doing it you know that's seems to be a little bit the way that it's going like um yeah but it's not per you know particularly sustainable or anything like that but also the nice thing about the spinoffs is i guess it kind of indoctrinates people into certain things or not indoctr- but like introduces people into certain things or like eases them in i guess otherwise so that whenever they do make certain sweeping changes in the mainline thing most people are already kind of on board he's like oh yeah, yeah. i remember that from legend Arceus. yeah it's like whatever else you're it's like the 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 dog food situation of like, like putting the pill and peanut butter mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like right. that's what it is <laughs> like before let's go there were so many Pokemon fans like I never want to ruin encounters that will ruin Shining Country, blah blah blah. I was literally just about to say, like playing through Shining Pearl with not overworld Pokemon, I'm already like, nope, I'm I, please, it's please terrible. go back. Like it's I super like garbage. It. <laughs> it's and I will say it's different from because like I'm more okay with random encounters in regular, like in Octopath Traveler or whatever. I still prefer overworld ones like Bravely Default too, as yeah as overworld monsters and stuff like that i prefer that it was fine in octopath traveler but because it didn't have the pokemon like are you gonna catch it are you gonna whatever is this gonna be something you haven't seen before like that thing feels way better overworlds you know feeling like you're forced to do something is not fun ever yeah yes it's never fun so like running into a Pokemon just because you ran into a Pokemon where they could end the real world. Like if mm-hmm. you imagine Pokemon literally in any context outside of the video games with the random encounters, they're always going to see the Zubat before they run into the Zubat. So yeah. they can try to avoid the Zubat before they run into the Zubat. But yeah. in the video games, it's just, you walk two spots in the grass and it's like, oh, who shoot? An Onyx appeared in front of me. I didn't see that until just now. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> It's very silly. So yeah, I mean, I, I think there's there's definitely things that they could do 
that that'll appease everybody but that's also there's a lot of things that they can't <laughs> yeah huh yes. that's interesting though but yeah game freak you know yep they gotta make what they gotta make and yeah. hopefully they come to the conclusion that it's like okay people want this type of game or like this is the, the i think the general consensus most people what they do want like i think is mostly agreed upon on the internet is that they do want the like breath of the wild equivalent of like blow everything up and make the game what it what it mm-hmm. should be um thematically like mm-hmm. don't shoot for the the gameplay loop that you already have make a gameplay loop based on what the game is yeah. um thematically yeah yeah it definitely makes sense make a game about the pokemon world don't make mm-hmm. a game that you think is a pokemon game quote unquote mm-hmm. and speaking of jrpgs and teams that make them uh the team asano i think is their name pretty sure um who me. made bravely default and um also octopath traveler and is making triangle strategy announced that or mentioned that they're going to be announcing multiple games this year and maybe even releasing multiple games um it's in japanese so i don't speak that language and but here's here's what their tweet says um happy new year i'm starting work today in addition to the triangle we are planning <laughs> starting to work today <laughs> <laughs> i love it so much in addition to the triangle we are planning to announce and release multiple titles this year please pay attention and thank you for your many <laughs> letters regarding the year end and new year holidays mm the whole team will continue to do their best i like to see the, the exclamation points because <laughs> I, I feel like that's probably the, please pay attention <laughs> with the exclamation point yeah, <laughs> i don't even have the, the the translation pulled up i just see the japanese tweet <laughs> I, I just love the, in addition to the triangle. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So yeah, in any case, I'm, I, you know, we don't know what all this is going to be. I'm excited about this. Some guesses off the bat are theoretically, they could Literally do port. Default, two, two. I mean, yeah, honestly, I was going to say they could easily port. I, I don't know about easily, but theoretically, they could certainly um, port Bravely Default and Bravely Second. Um, Bravely like second a... too. Wait, didn't they already do that? <laughs> no, wait. No, they did. It's bravely that. No, that's the thing that's dumb. Is that they did the bravely default, and then they uh-huh. did bravely second, and then they and did bravely default too. And it's like, what? It's I thought true. that was bravely second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so two D everything. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Um, I saw Zion was like they could make golden sun and now that would, i fun. mean they could I, there's three okay i'm gonna make a golden sun video again at some point but there's three directions that i can see golden sun going in on a graphics level mm-hmm. here's here's them number one here's it them could, <laughs> it could do the like safest option which is still top down but 3d models kind of a thing where it's like uh link's awakening yeah or not even links awakening so much it's just like it's just you know like it's an art style and it's top down and you do things you know Mm. that that sort of thing like i can't even describe it particularly well because it's not like not very interesting it's not the direction that i would ideally choose um so that's that's one option it's just like kind of continuation of where they were already going um except for here's the caveat is that when we look back and the reason that I, other people have said, and I at one point said that they should do the HD 2D um, style for Golden Sun is that the 
games on the Game Boy Advance look so good, but they looked fantastic for Game Boy Advance games, especially, which means mm-hmm. it's a series historically that's been kind of ahead of the curve technologically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's something that I would hope that would continue. So option number right. two is they do the HD 2D kind of a thing and kind of like bring it back to its roots, but would be a little bit weird because like graphically speaking, they moved past that for um, for uh, Dark Dawn. So mm-hmm. going back to it, eh, they, they can do it. So, but the third option that I would kind of hope is like legitimately pushing the boundaries and going full on like Dragon Quest Eleven mm-hmm. kind of thing and like 3D RPG sort of thing. I don't know what exactly that would mean for puzzles, but I, I think they could still make it work fine. Um, I mean, Breath of the Wild has plenty of puzzles and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. um, so, I don't know, we see, but- It's another one of those situations where it's like, instead of designing puzzles that are like, the puzzles from previous games yeah. design puzzles and that becomes the new normal for those games where it's like I mean, okay it's... we're in the third dimension now so how yeah. do, what are interesting puzzles that we can make in the third dimension that fit yeah. into this world i mean and the thing is like even the puzzles that they had in the older games have like it's it's more rote physics and chemistry kinds of things where like part of the puzzles a lot of times was like there's a puddle and you have to use frost and it builds like a like Mm. a frost cylinder that you can like jump across or whatever that can or it lifts up a thing or something along those lines so like they could they could go balls to the wall and just do like breath of the wild you know like have a chemistry engine and have all those kinds of things as within the world and still the the um, the gameplay would be turn-based combat and stuff, but as far as like puzzles and stuff go, it's much more in the Breath of the Wild kind of mm-hmm. physics engine, chemistry engine kind of stuff. And again, would be pushing the boundaries a little bit more in terms of technology and all that stuff. So I don't know, could be interesting. I think it's it's easy to see it in context of the limitations that it had in its time. And now we're just so far removed from that. The thing is, I don't, yeah, I don't know if they would do that stuff because for exactly those reasons where it's like, oh, it's so different from what it used to be. But mm, we can hope it has to be. Has to be different from what it used to be because the last game that they made was what, 10 years ago? Uh yeah, more. Well, yeah, 12 years ago, I think at this point. Um I think it was 2010 that it came out on the DS. And it's not what it's not Pokemon Snap. You know, it's not the type of game that millions of people right. are waiting for. Mm-hmm. So they need to win over more people than they are like, yep. you know, uh, making good for, you know, it's like, oh man, Parker's been wanting this for 12 years. And it's like, <laughs> that's cool. You're going to buy it anyway. But like yeah. to make it a successful thing, they need to make other people want it to. Exactly. Um, so it has to change. <laughs> it's true. And there you go. And Zeon and Alec. Exactly. True. true, um, true. To close up, we've got a couple questions from Q&A. A uh, bunch of them we already pulled to talk about earlier in the show. So uh, there's just a couple here. But here we go from Twitter. Mega Man says, why is Apple Juice a minimum of A tier and why is AJ wrong? And I Mega Man's an a big idiot. Here's right. the thing. Both of you are, I think, right for the following reason. <laughs> Apple Juice in America is its minimum is way below a tier for sure a tier is not even in the conversation 
Like, so I, I'm mad if people put it in C. <laughs> like the apple juice sucks. Yeah. So, but no here's the thing: drink is apple juice. <laughs> we when you think apple juice, do you think like Mott's apple juice or that kind of thing? Yes. Okay, and that's exactly. I think like apple cider is a different thing. Like that's so. Different. Even and I don't I don't know what it's like in New Zealand. I haven't been to New Zealand. I've never lived there. When I lived place, in <laughs> when I lived in Belgium, the um. The apple juice, just the grocery store brands, like Walmart brand apple juice kind of thing is, was um, a mixture of red and green apple. So it was like more sour. It was a lot less like from concentrate. I'm sure it was technically from concentrate or whatever, but it just like in and of itself, the worst apple juice you could get was amazing. Just was really good. And then past that, you could get like fresh apple juice. That's way better. Um, Inda asks, do you have cloudy apple juice there? So- I don't know what that is. We have apple juice here that's way better. That's not even considered apple cider. That's just like fresher apple juice. And it's Mm. super, super good. But so all that to say, I think it's the thing is that it's possible that Mega Man's worst apple juice in New Zealand is that much better than our, Mm -hmm. than, you know, like some of the even mid-tier ones. But what I'm saying is counterpoint. Every other juice the crappiest version of that juice <laughs> is better significantly, like tears better than the crappiest version of apple juice. And the best like apple cider that I've ever had is not that much better than any version <laughs> of any other juice. So like by that logic, it's why I'm saying apple juice is, is me. Like, like if, the, if the best and worst versions is not as good as the best and worst versions of the things that are higher than mm-hmm. it, I can't put apple juice up there, man. I mean, like, I guess also though, arguably the, the worst versions of orange juice that we have here, for example, might be the same, the opposite thing. We're like, yeah, our well, worst like, orange juice. Because we have Florida. <laughs> right, exactly. Whereas like somewhere else, it's like, well, their worst orange juice is garbage, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. So now I, I totally see where you're coming from. I, yeah, because I agree. Mott's, for example, is just garbage. Like I just wouldn't, but I've had, like probably one of the best things that I've ever drank was just like, I, we stumbled upon an apple orchard somewhere and they sold apple juice and it, it was so good. It was like the best thing ever. And there it is. But yeah, um, I agree with both of you for theoretically. <laughs> That's such a Parker you. thing, dude. I'm it sick is. of it. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Say the F word. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, man. but speaking of that, we do hold on after Q and A. We got to get into that. That's related. That's related. Oh, I'm curious. That's um, related. Because so, we said we we're going to talk about Spider Man, the the Spider Man thing that I'm oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. upset about. That's yes. related. Um, <laughs> so okay, two more questions. Uh, Ethan asks, "Would you rather Pokemon crossover with Marvel or DC?" Uh, I mean neither, but Marvel because I like more Marvel things than I like <laughs> DC things. Yeah, I um, I used to like DC more, but I kind of even didn't do that. Like, I like Static Shock, and Static Shock is only kind of DC. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, don't really, I, don't I feel like DC has just not been done justice much at all. Probably, well, justice. <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah, it's you know, like I'm. I've been very influenced by most of what I know about either of the things is from their cinematic universes and the MCU it's just fun you know yeah and see the thing is like it used to be um like dc had better movies because you know like dark Knight, right, and all that yeah. crap. um and it had better games because they were like 
more games or whatever. Um, but now Marvel is just like better than both of those things. Yep. And like the only thing that I hear people say, like the the comics is always debatable because at that point it's like which like what team are you on? <laughs> um, the animated both movies, have really good and really bad runs. I'm yeah, sure. I hear the so, animated like, movies are better for DC. That I, I do still that. hear pretty often. Um, yeah. But everything else, Marvel just you know they're just better. They got better video games. Like Spider Man mm-hmm. is way 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 better than the best Batman game. <laughs> It's not even no. close. The Spider-Man PS4 games are significantly better. And mm. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I definitely Pokemon crossover with specifically Batman is what I'm going for. <laughs> yeah. Aquaman, maybe even. Aquaman, yeah. you know what? Aquaman makes sense. I don't know if he could talk to water Pokemon, though. I don't know if that transfers over, you know. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, Alex said Marvel has X-Men, so they win. Comics, not movies. Those are bad. True, I have X-Men not gone bad. I have not gone back to watch them. So they still, in my mind, occupy a like those are great movies space. Well, I the original so three. Ma- like, but okay, it's, all right. It's been a while. <laughs> this I, I think that most of the old comic book movies are not yeah. good. <laughs> like, okay. like even though like the early ones that people are like, and this doesn't really have anything to do with what I was talking about before. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't I'm think about they're good. To agree I think they're super worth. campy and they're not good. <laughs> we, in preparation for um, No Way Home, we watched Spider-Man 2, which is claimed as the i mean i've seen it plenty of times before movie ever it sucks (laughs) i mean it doesn't suck it's it doesn't it's it's fine it's it's fun and all that stuff but there it's so laughable in so many places and that's i'm sure that's the point in a lot of ways but like also there were times where it was not the point and it just like they are it's a thing of its time and that's fine yeah yeah so i I, hate that saying i hate that (laughs) i hate when people say that (laughs) so much yeah it's you know what else they say that about racism (laughs) like the the whole thing of like man this used to suck back then but we didn't know that it sucked back then so it didn't suck (laughs) that's not true (laughs) like you just didn't know that it was bad yet (laughs) like like trev trev was dying on this hill that ocarina time was not bad for so long and then he played the game and was like nah man this game sucks <laughs> I'm like yo <laughs> I'm like oh my god dude uh, yeah i mean i think especially I, <laughs> <laughs> I think the thing with a lot of those games you know like especially mario 64 ocarina of time whatever any um any game like spectacle is such a big thing and like that's you know experiencing the world for the first time like there are things where like as soon as that isn't new anymore it has to live and die by its gameplay and you know people were still figuring stuff out over there and that's fine you know like um and it's yeah and and then nostalgia just does more heavy lifting than we expected to the thing is like i would I would not be as mad about that. It was a thing of his time uh, anecdote. If we just left it in its time, <laughs> you know, like that, 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 that anecdote does not work for now. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. make the game better. It just is an excuse for why the game is bad. Yeah. I think it's just in general, like fairly nuanced and stuff, but I'm, yeah, I'm more than happy to, if if somebody asked me like hey what mario game what 3d mario game should i start out on now i there's no way i would tell them mario 64 i love playing mario 64 i would tell them mario odyssey 100 
mm-hmm. of the time. And then I'd probably may honestly, maybe even tell the Mario Sunshine X because I feel like that one ends up holding up fairly well. And yeah, yeah I th- I truly think that the All Star, uh, I mean uh, Mario Three mm-hmm. All Stars, that game the way that they were released is the order that they are in, in terms of design. They got better uh-huh. at making Mario games the further yeah. that they got. Yeah. Because Sunshine is better than 64. Yeah. There's like, and also, people, people have the whole, like, the the um, the gripes with the, like, floodless levels. But mm-hmm. on the whole, it is designed better than Mario yep. 64. And Galaxy is designed better than Sunshine. And Galaxy 2, it, in my opinion, is better is- than Galaxy way better than galaxy yes. and also people are like but galaxy has a hub world and stuff it's a bad hub yeah world. Yep. to be perfectly honest like of the hub worlds like delfino plaza great um and uh yeah peach's castle a a really good hub world it has puzzles in and of itself and stuff like that um i think <laughs> honestly the little ship in <laughs> the little ship in galaxy 2 is a better non-hub world hub world than the actual hub world in galaxy <laughs> hot take or whatever so um, for context for, for audio listeners yeah, yeah. or whatever uh trev said galaxy is so mid and i replied and i said you're mid oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. yeah there it is <sighs> games you know um all right last question mark erickson asks are you finally releasing fanatics 5 this year uh spoilers spoilers we're not not doing that that's true kind of yeah we're not doing that but we're not not you know exactly yep (laughs) you know what i mean it'll be a fun time and that's all yeah basically i'll say this much there's a reason we haven't put up any videos yet Mm -hmm. since we stopped putting them up that is true um it's not yeah Mm -hmm. yeah there you go yes All right. Well, with that, that's the end of the podcast, except for the Marvel, Marvel segment, dude. So the Marvel everybody, yep. <laughs> Are we branding it now? <laughs> I guess. Um, so if you if you you know spoilers and stuff for anybody who wants spoilers not to happen. Um, but otherwise, here we go. Oh wait, yeah, can man. we use the minute? No, we can use the minute now. We won't get we won't get uh, sued because Nintendo doesn't use it anymore. Rip, hate to see it. <laughs> True. I haven't seen um, it, so I'm out to see everyone. That's crazy. Go see it. Go watch it right now. Yep. Um, it's a fun time. All right. Everybody that didn't see the movie that wants to see the movie, goodbye. Yep. <laughs> also, I, I mean, do you have any pertinent thoughts on Hawkeye? Oh, I have one. Hawkeye? Um, didn't we talk? I thought we talked about Hawkeye. Do we talk about the end of it? I don't Did know it, if we talked I don't think... It. I don't. I, I think we might have had one episode. Left. Oh yeah, I'm no, gonna... because that like the Hawkeye that came out like the week of yeah, uh, yeah. Christmas or whatever. So no, we didn't. Here's I'm gonna say this. Spoilers or not, I'm gonna tell you this, and I think it's. <laughs> I would have wanted to know this. Um, it's about the. Here it is. You ready? Now, it's about now what you <laughs> the post. It's the post credit scene. Oh okay. Do not bother. Yes, that's all I'll say. It's, yeah, it's, it's very dumb. It's it makes it feel like something's gonna happen and mm-hmm. it's not. It's just for the LARF. Um, it's not worth it. And I was mad about that. 
<laughs> so um yeah so even if you haven't seen it yet just watch it knowing that it sucks and it's yeah. not worth anything <laughs> all right that's it that's all i'll say otherwise yeah hawkeye it was it was a fun time i don't think any of the shows have like really nailed the final episode of their yeah, seasons particularly well mm-hmm. including this one there were some fun bits in it for sure um but you know it was kind of like it felt the most marvel of any of the episodes probably just kind of somewhat generic and stuff like that true not a big deal granted the the last episode of the show was definitely my least favorite episode of the show yeah um but i i think that that was probably because like this episode for the most it focused more on uh what's his name clint more than i care about because i don't care about clint at all i don't care about clint (laughs) stop showing me him <laughs> but yeah. everybody else is more interesting in that show than it mm-hmm. um but you know on the whole it was a good show um mm-hmm. i think that i don't know if i were to rank them loki probably is the best one yep on division yep uh, uh then this one i guess yeah probably this one yeah then Falcon and Winter Soldier, then um, what if? Because what yeah. if? Huge disappointment, not gonna yeah. lie. I agree with all of that. Yeah. So there it is. Yeah, not a whole lot of thoughts on that. But, um, but yeah, man, Spider Man. Spider Man. So the, the, do we want, we're gonna talk about the movie first or we're gonna talk about what I'm mad about? Yeah. Wait, hold on. Damn. That's Why is Loki surprising. so low? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm Alex not mad at anybody. Wanda, Falcon, Wanda Hawkeye, first. Loki. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. What if all the way at the bottom? But yeah, interesting. You know, I, I really liked Loki a lot. Damn. Um, huh. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, you want, we want to talk about the movie overall? We want to talk, talk about, about what you think. Go off. for it. All right. Yeah. The thing that pissed me off is that I hate that everybody wants Spider-Man to be miserable so bad. Like, I think <laughs> that is so stupid that people feel like that's like an imperative narrative device. Like, it is not necessary for Spider-Man's life to suck to have a good Spider-Man story. It's not. I don't care what mm-hmm. nobody says. <laughs> like, <laughs> even if that's what they've always done with Spider-Man, that doesn't mean that that's always what they have to do with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I think how the MCU has handled Spider-Man up until this point, even this, even with the ending, it makes sense. It makes a whole lot of sense for a modern freaking 15-year-old that just got a superpower, that or superpowers, that grew mm-hmm. up in a world full of superheroes that are celebrities, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to think that their life is sick. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter if they're broke because he was still pretty broke, you know, like even mm-hmm. if he had Aunt May and all that stuff, like he was broke. <laughs> he had Tony Stark and all that stuff, but it's not like Tony Stark put him up in a mansion. You know, he gave him a, a good suit, which makes sense when you're mm-hmm. see this kid that is a superhero that you're like, like empathetic about, you know, like you see, him as your son progressively Mm -hmm. like you're gonna want to make sure that he's like the most prepared that he could possibly be and they found ways to put like to find conflict in that and like the fact that he was too op and that caused problems Mm -hmm. um but i think the whole thing of like yeah no his his life needs to suck and everything needs to be taken away from him for (laughs) spider-man to be an interesting character i think that's dumb and if anything makes him less interesting to me because Mm -hmm. we've been there we've done that Mm, yeah no that's 
It's I did. I mean, I told you too. Like, I didn't even know that it was a conversation topic <laughs> until you mentioned it. And then since then, I've seen it all over the place. But it mm-hmm. just wasn't something I was aware of. And it's funny, Ashley and I had very different conclusions coming out of the movie. Like, she was legitimately sad for several days. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, justified. It's very and, sad. <laughs> yeah, it was. Whereas I think, like, I think I took away technically the wrong thing. Like my. Um, at the end when he, you know, decided, I don't know. I took away a glimmer of hope. Like, I think there was technically yeah, glimmer I mean, of hope there, hope. Yeah, but it was hope, like, but... but I think I like focused on that of like, but there's hope, you know? Mm. But I think also Ashley and I have notoriously said that like, um, she's, she's the kind that's like, Oh, what a thousand people or like a million people are going to die. Just if I just save this one person that I really love, well, sorry, million people. <laughs> I'm very much like more the opposite kind of thing. Like mm. pers- justice and whatever you know i'm a gryffindor i guess um and uh which is just funny so it makes sense that that's something where it's like i would you know understand his decision to blah 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 and whatever yeah the initial decision makes sense also i mean it doesn't it it makes sense given the fact that he is a kid and he's like oh shoot how do i save this how do Uh i fix this situation oh here's a solution for that but i don't like the whole thing of him not you know, following through on what he said that he was going to do because he's yeah. like, oh man, like she has a cut. <laughs> I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> That's going to put her in danger again. It's like, yeah, true. But mm-hmm. like, she's going to be in danger again in this world. People yeah. are like random people are in danger all the time in, in freaking comic book world. Her being close to you is like going to increase that sure. But like, she's also close to you. So you're looking out for her more than the average person to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm definitely curious how they do the the future things of all of this, and I'm glad that it's staying in the MCU. Um, that was something that obviously was a concern of sorts. So that's fun. Um, yeah, and also like the yeah, seeing Andrew Garfield back and Tobey Maguire back and stuff yes. like that, and like hearing Pretty that cool. maybe they're gonna try to get Andrew Garfield to have some more appearances, kind of a thing. Like I like do like have his own movies it sounds like yeah i mean i'd be down with him having his own movies again or even if he just shows up as the spider-man that's in you know the like morbius or venom universe or something mm-hmm. like that or whatever like works for me um oh yeah that's what alec just said he should be the spider-man of their other universe yeah so yeah i'd i'd be totally down with that that'd be fun and like they can cross back over every once in a while if it makes sense in the grand canon and stuff like that but mm-hmm. i don't know overall i mean it's been a it's been a while since i saw it but i thought it was it's a very good movie really i like the movie a lot i even like i said i like the ending i like where well mm-hmm. i i still i think mm-hmm. i don't agree with the whole thing of him not right you know doing what he told his friends that he would do uh-huh. like i i just hate i hate that I, like because people <laughs> do a version of that in real life where it's like oh i don't want to tell you this because i think that that will hurt you and blah blah, blah. and it's like i much rather you tell me <laughs> you know like yeah. let them have some agency in this yeah. <laughs> like if they understand the risks and they still want you in their life and they still want to be in your life mm-hmm. you know like they should have a say in that. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like this is the same kind of thing as like, you wouldn't care one way or another if Waluigi was a character in Smash, but you would be so mad because of the the thing of it and the people, the toxic stuff behind mm-hmm. it and stuff like no, that. Which is- th- I mean, that I don't really care about that. Like, 
I'm I'm like frustrated by the people like that are like I want mm-hmm. Toby's life to suck or whatever, but that doesn't really right. have anything to do with the conclusion that I came to because like mm. at the end of the day, like the bigger thing is like I just don't I don't find pleasure in other people's misery, and I think right, a lot yeah. of people do find pleasure in other people's misery. Hence why. Mm. they want spider-man to be miserable because it's like man if he's miserable and he's (laughs) you know he has all this stuff going for him then my life's great you know and i I just think that that's a bad way to elevate yourself i mean i think taking joy in other people having a a, a crappy life (laughs) it kind of goes back to like uh the um movies or whatever being able to tell how things were written and that people like made decisions in it and like i feel like star wars the the last trilogy was the epitome of that for me of being Mm -hmm. able to tell like oh yeah people like sat in a boardroom and talked about this thing and workshopped this they saw the hashtags yeah exactly (laughs) and they did things according to that kind of stuff and like that's how pokemon sword and shield felt a little bit leading Mm -hmm. up to it especially like it it feels very artificial. And mm. so as I was watching the movie, especially because I didn't know about all that other stuff, it didn't feel particularly artificial for him to end up in this scenario. It felt like, yeah, oh, I guess that's just the way it's going. I mean, I guess I knew a little, it felt maybe artificial because I thought they were going to bring him into just like leave the MCU, just be in the Sony verse and then like whatever. But this was just a good way to accomplish that goal. But if it was a good way to accomplish the, he's broke now kind of goal. Mm-hmm. That's a lot less fun. Um, so. Yeah. And, and to me, and it wasn't like in a, uh, they did it in a, a good way. Like it yeah. didn't yeah, yeah, feel sure. like a poorly written thing to, to get to an end result that they wanted or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but the movie in a lot of ways felt like a wink and a nudge in mm-hmm. both a positive and a negative way towards fans. Cause like <laughs> the, the initial thing of like, um, the, the like the comic run that like inspired mm-hmm. the the plot right where it's yeah. like the whole thing of like spider-man uh like the world fight. yeah exactly and the mephisto and all that stuff and people hating that run it felt like marvel being like lol we're gonna make you love this <laughs> you know like lol and at the same time it also felt like them being like all right we get it you want him to like have a miserable life <laughs> we're mm-hmm. gonna do it <laughs> And then they did that. And, then, you know, like the other complaints of like his suit and it being like, oh, it's too much Tony Stark, blah, blah. And like, mm-hmm. even me, like before like Homecoming came out, I was mad that they were like marketing wise mm-hmm. where was, was where I was mad, where they were using uh, Robert Downey Jr. I'm not even going to say using um, <laughs> Iron Man to like promote this movie. And I'm like, it's freaking Spider-Man. <laughs> so like... <laughs> Iron Man was a D-list hero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Spider-Man doesn't need Iron Man to promote his movie, but I do think that Spider-Man as a 15-year-old kid needs Iron Man as the adult, you know, in the situation uh-huh. to to help sherpa him through the, the his, you know, life as yeah. a hero. Um so that part of it made sense to me, but mm-hmm. uh, it's just like they were addressing complaints of a lot of different stuff in this movie and that's fine mm-hmm. or whatever, but I think yep. the complaints, a lot of them anyway, are dumb. <laughs> yeah. One of the things I'll say about it too is that like I enjoyed it. Like there were, as far as winks and nudges, there were so many um, like specific callbacks or whatever, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And it was funny because it's stuff that like, I was just criticizing Spider-Man 2 for being campy. 
mm-hmm. in in certain ways. And there were so many things in this movie that also were campy. It's pretty campy, yeah. But I was I was down with it for whatever reason. And you know, that, because I mean, there's like, yeah, there's like a lot of stuff. It's like campy in a different way, where it's like yeah. it's it, Spider Man the original spider-man trilogy or whatever is campy because it's like comic book fans lol Mm -hmm. you know and this is more of a like um internet fans movie fans yeah right writing fan because like there's there was like a lot of like pretty on the nose but like only if you're thinking of it in that way sort of thing like when Mm -hmm. uh uh peter (laughs) peter one told peter three he was like uh nice throw and then Uh he said nice catch like that was a pretty like ah you know wait he, i don't he, remember that one that was when he what did he he threw him something i don't remember what he threw uh-huh. what the amazing spider-man told yeah homecoming spider-man i don't remember mm-hmm. what he threw him but he threw him something maybe it was a the the uh, pumpkin bo- oh the cure that's what it was it was a cure for uh-huh. green goblin that was the thing of like amazing spider-man you know you were the last spider-man and now i'm the new spider-man oh and, yeah you yeah, know I see what you're saying. Yeah. he threw it to holland you uh-huh. know that sort of thing I was like aha that was clever uh-huh. um, I liked I remember the one where um it was when the girl was like announcing like Peter Parker's coming to school today and blah 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 and we're gonna keep the blah, blah. and she goes go get him tiger yeah yep. and we had just watched spider-man 2 and yep. go get him tiger which is super cheesy mm-hmm. but uh that was fun and then yeah like Alex said uh pointing spider-man's meme the back yep, thing that. I don't remember the back thing what's that uh when Toby mcguire was saying mm-hmm. that he has a thing with his back because he like injured his back on sea biscuit oh. or something oh um, interesting okay <laughs> i missed that one completely yeah i i just thought that stuff was all pretty fun honestly mm-hmm. like i it's probably the kind of thing that like on the first or second watches is, is really fun and then i'm sure like won't age particularly well but mm-hmm. also maybe subtle enough that like if you don't know about it you just don't notice it even yeah like i i don't think i've seen it two times now and it doesn't feel like in those movies it almost feels like they pause for a reaction when they (laughs) when they do a campy thing it's like "Ah, i did you know i did the thing Uh (laughs) and then this movie it's like they just keep moving like all right Uh we made the reference we're going yeah 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 i don't know it's fun um what's an is multiverse of madness next we've never released yes yes i don't think think. we have may may 6th okay yes i'm pretty sure that's the thing that's next unless a disney plus thing gets confirmed for an earlier date than that but right as far as like what we have dates for i think uh dr strange is next Uh uh-huh and apparently the like first cut of that is three hours long so every marvel movie for the rest of all time is going to be at least two and a half hours <laughs> yeah that's least morbius if you can't that that's true ah, i don't yeah, care i wouldn't not watching that <laughs> <laughs> but, i am not watching i like at most i'll watch like the post credit scene on youtube <laughs> like uh-huh. yeah i i don't care about what's his face uh jared leto i don't know anything about morbius i don't really care about that universe like we watched the second venom we watched venom let there be carnage and we went to the drive-in to watch it, which is a pretty oh, yeah, yeah, good yeah, setup. You talking about that. Mm. But I was waiting at the, like, I went and ordered us food because we just barely made it in time. So I went to the, like, um, concession stand, ordered food, and it took 45 minutes to get the food. And oh, there's no speakers in there for the, the- for the movie. So mm. I could see the screen from where I was, 
because it was just, you know, outside concession stand and stuff like that. But I missed 45 minutes of dialogue. <laughs> and so I came back, I was like, well, I guess there's a bad guy now. Like, and that's about all I knew. So, yeah, you know. I haven't, I saw parts of the first Venom. I saw mm-hmm. the post credit scene for Let There Be Carnage. And that's mm-hmm. it. I don't have any interest <laughs> in any of the Sony movies that are not into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Like, that's the only Sony thing that I care about at the moment. <laughs> yeah. I I didn't feel like Carnage was particularly worth it. It was just like, I mean, it's it's like a fine, just, you know, action flick kind of thing is what it ended up being. But mm-hmm. also, side note, because I'm just, I Googled Multiverse of Madness. I love that Wong's actual last name for the actor, it's his name is Benedict Wong and his character's name is Wong. And I don't mm-hmm. know, that's just fun that it's the same, the same thing. And also how Dr. Strange's actor's name is strange. <laughs> Crazy. What? <laughs> I don't know. I was just going somewhere with that. But I think with that being said, that'll do it for this here episode of Directly to You. It's true. Like, comment, subscribe. Do all the things. Uh, if you're on podcast services, there's ratings on Spotify now. So you should rate us on Spotify. Hey, if you listen on Spotify. Even if you don't listen on Spotify, you got a Spotify, go to Directly You. Follow directly you or subscribe or whatever it's called on there. Rate the podcast. I think you had to like listen to an episode or something like that, but you could just mark all as played if you'd rather watch on YouTube and leave a rating. Uh, we probably should mention that not at the end of a three hour podcast. It's in true. retrospect. <laughs> it's true, but, but we'll do yeah. it next time. You know, we will. Yeah. <laughs> do other things. Thanks for listening. Bye bye. And set it to download, like Alex said. (laughs) Bye bye. Bye.